0: I can't I can't commit to the to the hat thing entirely because I got the I know that's what I have to you're do. only half bro I'm gonna have to you guys are like dude mm. I'm full bro don't even fucking say that I'm half bro because I'm definitely fucking full fucking bro, bro. like fuck you do for even suggesting that I'm so fucking but bad, are you dude. PC principal bro oh, dude I fucking love South Park is this such an underrated show my mom fucking hates it and I'm like mom like South Park like bro. fuck bro that's what's up. <laughs> All
1: right, Brass, Brass. Guess Brass. Welcome to this week's episode of Back to Back Film Podcast, bro. Uh this week, you know, we're being film bros covering uh yeah, you know, some boondock Saints and some Fight Club. Yeah. Oh, do you mean Broodock Saints? Some Broodock Saints, some some Fight Bros, you know? was just, just kind of a bunch of dudes who are you know totally not gay totally just just want to uh get in the get in the circle shirtless you know? bro shirtless bros you know
0: yeah well this is this is a bro oasis what we have here <laughs> yeah, it's just bro. the guys yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: totally we, we sent the yeah we sent our fucking we sent the chicks away bro like it's just us bro <laughs> dude
0: we don't need any fucking babes like to do this podcast yeah. like Babes are fucking overrated when they when it talks about movies, dude. Bro. Like, they don't get like Scarface. Like, they bro. just don't understand it. There, there's like a saying, like, "Bros before hoes." <laughs> 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 oh my god, dude! I love that <laughs> saying. That shit's like fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you guys seen Drive, bro? <laughs> yeah, bro. of course. You guys, have, bro, I fu- bro, bro, Drive bro. is Hold like, on, bro. You know what, you, what,
1: bro? You know what? You know what Drive what? reminds me of, bro? You, you know what Drive reminds me of? what uh, bro tarantino has this angel he puts in his films and like oh
0: the bro. fucking angel man bro that's like that's like the epitome of like italian bro. cinema man like you just dude. you don't you don't get the angel dude, You it just represents so like understand. the culture with dude, a k dude
1: references yeah.
0: bro obviously so bro, yeah like, there's so many references know, in bro and tino movies like i fucking adore bro and tino you know like bro you know like
1: Normally we'd say like you know you should watch these you know films bro but you know you know you know whatever fuck you fuck you you should have watched them anyway bro for real like these films dude are, why are you so like heated right dude, now dude, like why don't you bring why don't you tone it back films a little bit ever dude like if you haven't seen them the, like who are you like what what are you doing. Go Dude, why you so- watch the films. I mean, bro. they're
2: like the best like bro movies ever, but they're not done by the best bro director.
1: Bro, Christopher uh, Nolan, David Fincher. Oh my is
2: god, the bro
1: director, man, he's well, my bro. Well,
0: he, I mean, yeah, same with Quentin. I don't you know, know, guys. Keep, I think keep, Michael keep. Bray is like one of the better ones. Like, uh-huh. like he's. He's like pretty old fashioned bro, but he's not like he's he's like the he's like a classic filmmaker, you know? He's like when it all started, you know? That was like the beginning.
1: Sure, bro. Whatever, sure, bro. Whatever, I'll go. With
0: whatever, that. man. <laughs> I'll take yeah, care. My fucking like it's is
1: like fake, bro. He's like he's like the old guy who wants dude, to be he's cool, not, bro. He's you not like, like fake,
0: bro. He's on, still bro. he's pretty good though. Like Armageddon like that yeah, Like I don't want to close my eyes That is like some really good That's like movies man it's... You have to admit his oh. hair
2: is pretty cool though
0: <laughs> Yeah oh. <laughs> Dude I want hair like that man Like that shit's dude, like yeah. Fucking slick It's like it's like that hairdo went to the gym dude And got fucking like fucking swolled dude Like it's wearing a tank top all day That haircut is No wonder Megan Fox worked
2: over them three times
1: oh, Alright bro You're right I was being I wasn't being a bro I was being I was being I was being Not bro man So I'm gonna be a bro And say You should watch these movies You know Just in case Like you're one of those people That just Fucking Doesn't want to know the ending man but you're gonna want yeah, to. Know. You're to want to watch these movies. Like,
0: yeah, dude. Like, if you're into cinema and movies, like, you gotta check out Fight Club and you gotta check out Bro-Doc Saints. Like, dude, they're just.
1: I took Cinema 101 in high school. It was like totally like this college class that I took in high school. And like the film, like the, the, the even the dude. teacher was like, bro, like,
0: fuck yeah, Doc Saints
1: and Fight Club, like. If you yeah. want to know about movies Or if you think that you're like You know Want to talk about movies Like you have to know These two bro Like Ah uh, dude I agree man I Ah uh, same
0: Toast Same Tote Yeah
1: So yeah Bros What's up bros Like you know
0: How's up, the bro what's up? life What's up What's Yeah up, what's up guys Welcome to the brocast Are you chilling? Are you yeah. chilling
1: in the sun You guys oh. getting Getting your tans going Fucking I'm coking it Choking it
2: Yeah
3: coking it
2: Living the life, you know? That bacon powder sunshine.
0: Yeah. Dude, Dude I just, like, funny. fucking just... I Last night I went out with the babes, you know? And I totally, like there was, like, this super fucking, like, hot babe, dude, and she was, like, trying to get me to get this drink, and I think she roofied me, dude. Like, I was like, damn, bro, girl, are
1: you roofing me? Dude, bro, that's awesome. So, like, fuck. Dude, you got roofied, bro, man. Awesome. Dude, dude I got roofied. Like, it
0: was fucking... Get roofied. <laughs> dude, I was, like, not trying to play with that shit, though. You know what I mean? Like, I was like... Dude, I know. I like, gotta get out of this. Like, I can't, like... This chick's like This babe Sorry This babe's like Just fucking all over me And like I just Dude I got so uncomfortable dude I just had to get out of there dude I've,
1: I've heard roofies are like awesome you know it's like, like i always have the roofies and like no one ever has the roofies
0: for me so like you know i never get to try it bro like but i heard it's fucking awesome man like, dude you gotta fucking try it dude you can come over to my place and we can we can do roofies yeah. together oh, like the, dude it's, let's roofie each other bro you can dude other. it's kind yeah. of amazing it's kind of the best wait
2: how how, how could i
0: get roofied if you guys roofie each other Bro, well, you just come roofie with us, man. <laughs> Are you fucking dumb, bro, like, dude? No, no. We just fucking get sure, together. I'll, you just have a sip off Wait, my drink.
1: What? You know, no homo, but you can like have a sip off the drink,
0: bro. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. We're no, we're yeah. no bromo
2: yeah. over yeah. here. That's for sure. Yeah, though. yeah, bro, bromo, yeah, yeah. Uh, no homo, yeah, hosed. I mean, yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> do you guys think it. we should start? Do you guys? <laughs> Where the fuck did that come? From? Hold on, hold on a minute though. No, fucking like improviser. Where did
2: that come from? Did you just get hit by that a
0: second time?
2: Yeah, no it just came up. It, it just came out of me. That is like bro mantra, dude. That's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I am sweating so hard right now. I, like,
1: oh I can't do God.
0: it anymore, man. I can't do it. We've already crossed the line with... We with tried. Making, we tried. Uh, <sighs> my
2: stomach Coking hurts so much Dude, <laughs> what the fuck? I honestly... I hate how accurate that is. I, honestly, I just... I almost said choking when I meant coking, and then I was like wait that actually works
1: <laughs> so I just went with so it. we claim that we have now come up with two things film bro Ugh. And coking it and choking Choking it. it.
0: (laughs) Jesus, dude. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Oh, We tried. for sure. We tried. Well, we did. We did. We didn't just try. We did it. We did it, guys.
2: My whole body is sweating. It's
3: ridiculous.
1: (laughs) But, uh, okay, so for real, though, Boondock Saints Fight Club are the two films. We're going to be talking about what we think are film bros, because obviously we've said it, for the past 20 episodes, you know, so... Let's talk about it. Let's talk about what film bros are. Um, before we delve too deep into it, though, I brought this because, like, so I was listening to the last episode in, like, editing or whatever. And we were talking about, Byron was talking about, you had that uh, film projector and oh, your yeah. grandpa had the film and you were hoping to get uh, more, some, some more film reels. I brought the camera that I have. Oh, sweet. It's actually the old, like, freaking. Like eight oh, millimeter crank yeah. film camera,
2: dude. Yeah, dude, check this Hell out. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's leather and shit. Yeah,
1: whoa, it's freaking sick, dude. It's crazy. Like, hold, hold it up to the vid. I want to see it. Whoa, what the fuck, dude? It looks it's like tiny. a flask. Yeah, and it's tiny too. Like, and wow, that's sweet. It's got a little lens cleaner, but it has those lenses. A that, pocket
0: like pocket cam.
1: It's just got two, and then you can just you know the the wide and Full the <laughs> and the telephoto. You just twist it, you know. But the crank, I'm pretty sure, is on the side there. And uh, I haven't actually shot with it, because obviously, you know, coming across the right film, but, like... The lens looks like it's in good
2: condition, too. Like, no scratches and stuff, you know?
1: It's all pretty... It stays in the case, like, you know, even when we came across it at my grandparents' house. Oh, that's sick. It's a Keystone camera. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's an 8mm film camera. You pop it off... uh, So, and you actually can look, you actually look through the back to, like, see, so, like, there is, like, an actual viewfinder, which is sick. Um, I wish I could remember how to, like, oh, oh here we go. I think it's just like this. You just, like, pop it open. Use this Kodachrome film. Uh, but yeah, it's just, like, a, like a little 8 millimeter fucking... Video camera, dude. I, I'd be curious to know what this looks like for sure. It actually comes with a guide. Uh, oh. On the, like right
0: there on the side there. Yeah. yeah.
1: For like, you know, if, if for it's an exposure guide, but it's also like, uh, lamp, it says lamps to subject distance and, and feet for two, uh, for a certain type of light. So you can like gauge, you know, I'm, I'm at X camera speed, where should, how close should the light be to the person? Right. Uh, and then it also opens up like the aperture a little bit. Uh when you do that too. But yeah, it's I would really I'd love to try it for sure. I just haven't had ever had the
0: chance to. Yeah, dude, yeah. you should do it. That seems pretty uh seems pretty fucking like fucking awesome, you know? <laughs> and I think it has a they're right there, twenty four,
1: forty eight, sixteen and twelve. So I think it actually has like a speed change. But uh, yeah, dude, it's pretty fucking it's a tight little fucking rig. I definitely, uh... I dig it. You just flip the fucking... Yeah,
3: this yeah,
1: that seems, uh... Seems neat. It's cool, yeah. Definitely. I wish we had, like, you know, video or whatever, like a live feed that we can totally check it out. Uh,
2: I'm gonna have to open the film projector later. For they, sure. Uh, show you. Yeah. Get that... Get that sexy sound in there. That... <laughs>
0: sound.
1: But, uh... Yeah, so, uh... I don't know that was kind of my update. If you guys got some other things you want to talk about. Jacob's got his film
0: update. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, tell everyone. Uh our film so we we had the uh award showing for it uh this uh, f- uh 2 days ago actually. And uh we ended up winning the audience award for all of Seattle. So um let's see. We had there were 63 films that were made for the 48-hour film project in Seattle. Uh, and we we won our first showing and then we won the second one so um so essentially we had audience pick for overall 63 uh films there and then we also won like uh best use of genre which we got sports for our genre so um that that award's kind of cool but like t- totally uh is overshadowed by the audience award which pretty fucking excited about that um well, I'll probably post it up uh, pretty soon uh, so people can watch it. Um, I think next week. Uh, there's a couple more tweaks I want to do, but I, have, I haven't I have had the time to do it. You know, I honestly
1: prefer the audience vote to, like, a lot of other ones, too. Because, like, I don't know, judges, I don't know if it's the mindset of being a judge or people who get picked to be judges. But, like, sometimes you just don't click with what a judge says. But the audience right. is the one that like really matters, right? Like you're not making it for the judges, you're making it for the audience to watch. So if they dug it, then you know that like that you know that
2: it was good. Yeah, I mean you had like majority of the people obviously like vote for your film. Like that's legit. Out of all the other ones, they remembered yours, you know? Like Yeah, it's like Donald Trump with badass. the popular
1: vote, you know. Yeah.
0: That's like <laughs> <laughs> Just
2: kidding. Yeah, maybe Just kidding. maybe
0: not bad.
1: <laughs> No, but that's why they have, like, Rotten Tomatoes has the... They have the audience rating, and then they have the critic rating, right? Because, like... And then you've noticed that there are films that will rock, like, a 70% audience rating and, like, a 20% critic rating. It's like, you know... And
2: vice versa, which is funny. It's always... I think it's more rare when the critics, like, the... uh, They like it more than the audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: one thing that's kind of of odd... um, And I, I loved all the movies that were showing there at the uh at the showing uh but the the person who won like he was genuinely surprised that he got in first and i i I don't want to i i think his movie was amazing and all honestly all the ones that were up there were good um but there there was one to me that was like oh that's really like my i had i had a favorite and it was uh andrea and the giant um which actually a family friend starred in it, and I had no idea until uh that night. And I was like, Hey, uh you're one of the dailies, right? And he's like, Yeah, uh, you're I saw yours. So you're you're one of the Fultzes, right? And I was like, Yeah. Um, but I he's my younger sister's age, but I, I know his brother and I know his younger brother, but I never met uh, Dakota Daily in the middle, so um Yeah, it was just kinda neat, like the but 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 their film was in my opinion it was my favorite nice. um and uh but yeah a, a lot of really good movies and it was totally awesome when we won that award um we didn't get a trophy which was weird we got mugs <laughs> which which are not as cool as a trophy but at least you know a trophy just sits on the on the shelf a uh, a mug shits excuse me a mug sits on the shelf and uh you can drink coffee out of it yeah you always have that reminder dual
1: purpose yeah 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 that's cool man i'm glad uh i'm glad you won something because it feels good to like know that you did something like good
3: yeah oh (laughs) my (laughs)
1: god
0: sorry listeners uh they've been trying to put up this sheet Behind them to 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 adjust the audio, and it's fallen. This is like the sixth time it's fallen down. So they're they're just yeah. Do we need another tack or something? Going at it, going at it. Um, so I'll just tell I'll just tell you guys about my movie. It's um it's a sports film. It's uh it's a uh, h- historical sports comedy, kind of like the ESPN Thirty Thirty, uh, little short movies that you can watch like on YouTube, and um it's uh, about this lawn game called Coob which is the Swedish uh kind of lawn game that I actually hadn't heard of until I went over to my producer producer's house Robert Bajorquez and he was like hey we should do it on this and when we got our genre I wrote down obscure sport that was just like an idea and I was like well this is perfect like this is an obscure sport we can do something like a historical thing for this and then we just kind of went to town and really just owned it and um yeah, and yeah, I guess it. I guess it turned out pretty good. Nice, it turned out pretty okay. So, <clears throat> well, well, definitely yeah, super. Like- thank you to everyone in Seattle who went out and voted because that the shit's like amazing. Like, totally. and it was awesome hearing people laugh. Uh, but one thing that they did is since, since ours was in the audience showing, and it was in it was up for judge awards, uh, they ended up showing it twice. Nice, and they so they there was four films that they showed twice, and holy shit, like it is awkward. Watching the same short film with the same audience twice in a row (laughs) especially comedies because like like everyone leaves no one really laughs like as much some people still laughed at like some of our jokes and some of the other jokes that were in there but like it was not as it wasn't like the thunderous laughter that
2: you know the crowd would would normally uh, give (laughs) you know right that's interesting that they had it I mean it makes sense but at the same time it's weird like, you'd think that they would, yeah. like, before the film announced that your film was, when they played it, like, if they played it once, that they it was up for both. You know what I mean? Yeah, you'd think they would,
0: yeah, they would separate it, like, they'd have, like, the two... Because there was two films that were just up for audience, uh, the audience awards, uh, and then there was four that was for audience and for judge awards. Um, so, yeah, that was kind Cause
2: of... Because they could have, like, done all the films, and then after that the, with the four that were up for both say okay these next four are also judged by the judges and the right. audience you know and then you don't have to show them twice yeah i know it was just like people left like people went and got
0: beer people went. i i did it too like i went and went and peed and uh you know did whatever but <laughs> yeah it was just it was just a little it's just a little awkward well, we'll, and, uh, we'll
1: definitely plug it too, like on all our shit, and yeah. try and make sure people can watch it, oh and yeah, whatnot. Eventually, whenever I'll, you decide, I'll put to it up it. next
0: uh, next week. So uh, <laughs> nice. there's a couple other changes I want to make to it, and we didn't we didn't actually do any like hardcore coloring at all. So I wanted to hop in and just kind of uh, adjust a couple things because there's a couple bland looking shots that need to be like contrasted a little bit. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Next episode, we'll we'll plug it in and. Yeah. Nice. It'll be sweet.
1: Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have much working on something, but just kinda keeping it low key or whatever for
2: now. Yeah, I'm working on something, but it's uh it's yeah, I texted like maybe six people today just trying to get stuff like scheduled. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. (laughs) The producing part Uh, is like the worst. worst. That's the hard part. I mean,
0: but you just want everyone to be there, and you just want to work. You yeah, know, you're just yeah. like I just want to make shit.
2: Yeah, but, like yeah. so. I don't know. It's cool. Like uh, I'm looking forward to doing the film because like the finished product is going to be so sick. I just I just know. But it's getting everything together, and it just you know what I yeah. mean. Like you just want. And I'm just one of those type of people that like to have like. <sighs> Like just just knowing that everything is lined up and that there won't be any issues, but that's not the case when it comes to film there's always always issues, yeah, and like unforeseen problems, yeah, like my yeah. biggest problem right now is just like trying to budget it all, you know between locations and actor actors and all this you know, like trying to trying to get the best deal for a location and best what you know what I mean, like just trying to budget it so that nothing comes as a surprise like oh it's gonna be that much money like you know or (laughs) right right and then just trying to get build that amount of money so that you just pay it off like when you're doing it you know you don't have to owe anybody or you know what i mean yeah that's kind of where i'm at right now i'm just trying to get the get the funds
0: <laughs> is is it the film you're working on is it related to anything that you made in the past or is it just like
2: a brand new thing or what, what what It's a brand new thing. It's going to be definitely the coolest thing I've done and it's for it's for Bleeding Yeah. But we are going to, man, yeah. going to make
3: it
1: in time? Oh, I know. I better
2: do it. I know. So we're going to we're going to bust balls for sure. <laughs> or bust our own balls. That is um so, yeah, it's it's going to be crazy. I'd like to film, like, early September. So that gives me, like, 20 days at the most to get everything finalized, locked down, and ready for shooting, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Like, which is more preparation than I've ever had for a film. But it's still, like, I just want this one to be perfect because every time we do one, we get better and better at the whole process. But I just want to get it. I just want to... I want to get so that I feel comfortable so for next year, like, I know exactly what to do. Like, if this works out, then I'm like, okay, I need 25 days in advance, you know? Right. Um, right. Like, figure like out that, that schedule sort of a thing, Right. Yeah. So, that's kind of the the hardest part right now, but, yeah, dude, I'm super excited. I can t- talk to you guys more about it um, after uh, the podcast, too.
0: What you really need is, like, a producer or, like, an AD-type right. person yeah, who can...
1: It's It's so hard to find people who just want to do that, though, like... Unless you pay them, obviously,
2: but... I know, that's the thing, so, like, I'm thinking, like... Like, I'm thinking I might have to, like, do a thing where, like, get a producer to not only, like, help out with the the producing aspect of it, but also, like, I, I, I might need both. Like, I probably wouldn't be the same person, but, like, maybe someone to front some money and then write up a contract where they get, like, a percentage back... You know, when the movie makes like some, you know, money or something like that or put a plan on where I like pay him back or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I have right. to look more into that uh, because this film I it has the potential to really like I want to submit it to a whole bunch of film festivals. Like that's the goal. Like I've been just like searching all these Facebook uh, horror forums and stuff and some of these films that I see that are getting submitted into these festivals and you know like they're ones that like all of us could beat you know what I mean yeah so I'm like right like just forking up 25 to 50 bucks for uh, submissions I mean I can do that every paycheck you know put money aside to just submit films to film festivals yeah, like exactly. so like I feel it you know there's definitely a chance to get a film you know into some sort of you know, get some money back or something. You know what I mean? I feel like that's tangible or doable. Right. So I don't know. We'll see. But But if you can get it into
0: a festival like watching it with an audience like pays for itself, oh, man. Dude. Like, oh
2: no for sure. Like I don't want I don't I'm not doing it for the money at all. Just the money right, to right. pay back for the film. 'Cause like Right, no, yeah, I'm not Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't mean to suggest that.
2: Right. I, I I was
0: just like, you know, if you pay for to go to a festival and you get in it's like
2: watching with an audience like is the most helpful thing oh i know you know it's a filmmaker see like for me it's tough because like it's always hard for me to like get people to get on board for like like my vision you know what i mean because like and like like, I, i don't know how to explain that but like uh no that makes sense like you're like
0: hey I want to do it my way and they're like how about you do it this way Yeah, and you're like no and then they're like
2: okay I don't want to help anymore but not even so much that but the fact that to get to to get them to believe that that they'll be a collaborator because like Nick and I are super open to collaboration like the last sense of a kill like Trenton who helped us out like he helped us out immensely when it came to like the technical aspect of that film like we encountered issues and he was able to fix it and and he came up with some really cool ideas for shadows that I, we couldn't figure out and stuff and like right? it's that sort of thing that's like he's like no let's try it this way and we're like okay yeah let's do it you know type of thing I like that I like that aspect but it's getting people to get because like ah, I don't know where I'm going with that but it's hard for people to to sometimes like come in I don't know No that makes sense especially if it's
0: like their first time You know like it's Not their first time doing it but like the first time working with new people Like some people go at it hard Some people like slowly Like they dip their toe in the water And then they start going for it And you just gotta find like people that Really work well With your style You know and that's If you can
2: find that then all power to you Yeah yeah, for sure yeah, it'd yeah. be awesome if you guys could make it out to set. Like, if you, even if you didn't want to help out, like, it'd just be cool to have you guys there. <laughs> bro, like, know, I think bro. our styles would clash, like, so much, though.
0: <laughs> like, you're really into, like... F- this weird like experimental type film And I'm more into like Fight Club and shit You know <laughs>
2: Why can't we do a crossover
0: <laughs> Damn why don't we do An episode on Fight Club I mean we talk about it so much Like I don't know I think we should <laughs> I think we should do one on Drive too. So <laughs> in that spirit We're gonna be talking about
1: Boondock Saints
0: <laughs> Yeah You mean bro <laughs> Saints Bro
1: uh, so, yeah, so, man, film bros, film bro movies. What the fuck are we talking about when we talk about film bros? Because that literally started on episode one yeah, of this podcast. Yeah. yeah, Jacob was the first person to say film bro, and Byron was completely taken by your <laughs> ability to name things and has just been <laughs> obsessed ever since. So here we are. Uh, we sort of coined this term, I got to say. You know, I think it's kind of... If you search Film Bro, I mean, on Google even,
0: you know,
1: I don't know. You don't really come up with it. Do, so. Does
0: our podcast come up? Not when yet. You, when you search <laughs> Film <laughs> Bro? Not yet, when we make and our, our, Wikipedia of our podcast, it's FilmBro.com. Film Bro, coined by the BTB podcast. It should be. Honestly uh, But We should We should make yeah, a Wikipedia page get, For our podcast <laughs> We should get money for that We should <laughs> We should Every Someone time. give us money It's like It's
1: like hat- patenting happy birthday <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anytime you say right. it you get money um, Right So yeah We're kind of kicking it off With Boondock Saints uh, Which is written and directed By Troy Duffy It was made in 1999 Stars Willem Defoe, Sean Patrick Flannery Norman Reedus Who you probably know From Walking Dead And David Della Rocca Or Delarocco. Rocco Um with special guest Ron Jeremy, and I forgot he was in this movie. <laughs> <Ron> <laughs> it's just hilarious. <Jeremy. laughs> uh, so the film was Troy Duffy's first, e- like literally his first ever screenplay that he wrote. Um, isn't isn't Duffy?
0: That's kind of a bro name,
2: Duffy. Duffy. like Duffy beer. Like, same with Troy.
0: Like what's Troy. up, boy? Troy and Duffy? What's up, boy yeah. Troy? What's up, what's boy? Up, bo- Troy? <laughs> Bro, Troy. Tro- but D- I feel like Duffy's like such a bro name, you know? Like, hey, what's, hey, what's up, Duffy? You know, I don't know. Like what up, name. Duff? What up, was Troy
1: Duff? Duff? Yeah,
0: Troy, Troy Duff.
2: Hey, Duff, you what down up for some D? muff? <laughs> Troy D.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. And you super... up for some muff? <laughs> if, you look,
0: if you
1: look at him, too, dude, he looks like a fucking guy you would think was a bro who would just like want to throw a back guy. a couple of PBRs and fucking tell you all about his awesome movie yeah
0: Um, right but this is actually what about uh, what about William (laughs) DeBro? William (laughs) DeBro, he was a little uh, not bro-ish in this movie (laughs) he's definitely the best part of this movie
1: yeah he carries it 100% for sure Yeah, Um, yeah so literally his first ever screenplay that he wrote um, and then uh, got made his first film Uh, went through a decently long bidding war between major studios before being picked up by Miramax uh, he was offered somewhere between 300,000 and 450,000 uh just as like Holy a, as shit. money to just to just buy it from him and then the budget was slated to be about 15 million. So 15 million dollars for your very first movie ever. Um, although the budget never grew to be this large, apparently he was a douchebag and was really abrasive and basically too too big for his britches, too much of a bro. Um, and uh, <laughs> created a lot of strained relationships with film industry folks, which kind of led to uh, Miramax pulling out, saying "Fuck you, we're not oh, going to deal with that." I didn't shit. know that. Uh, so that's why they're not listed because they were. And so, what I was reading, Miramax was that wasn't down
0: to bro, huh?
1: They weren't says. down to bro, but apparently, what they were what they were saying was they basically let him keep the fee, the writer's fee but then he was forced to pay back some other fees like they gave him like 750,000 to like get to get everything kickstarted ready to go and i guess he had to like pay that back he had to pay some other shit back um when they pulled out um uh, there's there's a documentary called like overcrowded or something like that uh it starts with an o just type in troy duffy documentary and it talks about the making of this movie and how he kind of was just like Fucking tool To like everyone And that's why He like has never Like he made Boondock Saints 2 And then he kind of like Just fell off Years and years later 2009 Yeah 10 years later yeah. And he's like Basically never made A movie since Because no one Wants to fucking Work with the guy um, So it's called Overnight Overnight Okay yeah So it's over something But yeah so it it, because it called Overnight Because he literally Was like Overnight Became this person Who was like Known in the industry And then overnight Again like lost everything And like wow. barely Got the movie made so the, um, the brothers Weinstein didn't didn't approve. They didn't, and they loved the script at first too. Yeah. Which was like, you you have fifteen million ready for your movie. Just shut the fuck up and yeah. make your movie. Like right. it's one of those
2: scripts I can see that when you when you, I mean I haven't read the screenplay, but like watching the movie, and like I can imagine an executive reading the screenplay and kind of thinking along the same lines as like reading like. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. You know that same type of like, kind of dark humor and references and right. stuff like that, and how producers love that sort of thing. So, we well, a lot of people they, they did at one point. That's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of
1: people passed on this too. Like, it went through a decent amount of producers, and it went through a decent amount of actors. Lawrence Bender had it oh. in his hands at one point. Tarantino's producer. So
0: this this movie is pretty. Pretty Tarantino-y. It totally it is. is. It's yeah. definitely yeah.
1: one review that I was reading about was like they were talking about how like you know it's it's basically that like hipster Tarantino movement that he started with Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, that everyone was trying to emulate. You yeah, know, just like go with the violence, keep the plot shallow, and just and just roll with it. Um, about two dudes, yeah yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, like yes. just
0: average people, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, this they're just like regular Irish. Guys, mm-hmm. except they're actually like mob guys in this one.
1: Yeah, the, yeah it kind know. of the film kind of definitely wore its like, its like isms and its and its descriptions of characters just pretty much on its sleeve. Like you know, like it was like they're really Irish, so they're gonna talk in Irish, <laughs> word, an Irish accent and Irish voices and all this stuff. You, you know? mean that so.
2: wasn't they weren't acting that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you know, Norman Reedus went on to do like he's good. in like I don't like The Walking Dead, but I know he's good in it for sure. Like you know, so he's yeah, he's definitely on to one of the stuff. best
2: characters in that show. Yeah. I I've watched I think only the first two and a half seasons. I still, I'm still
1: and I mean you know, like we said, it. Willem Dafoe is like he's like what carries this film for sure. Yeah, um, I, I was I was definitely thinking at this time rewatching it like how much this film relies on its casting, how well the casting was done. Yeah. You know, because even the two main guys, like, if it, if it wasn't those two, I don't know if they would have the, the charisma to pull off even a movie like this, you know, so...
2: It's so. also one of those movies that definitely, like, views better, or plays better when you watch with multiple people. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. I remember the first time I watched it, and it was with a whole bunch of friends. There was, like, I, I swear there was, like, eight of us, and we were all watching it. And it was just fun. Yeah. Because it was, like, it was yeah. just funny over the top. Yeah but then years later when i watched it again the second time i'm like this isn't nearly as good as i thought it was i still enjoyed it cuz it was kind of a, a little nostalgic but it wasn't as good as i had i had thought right. cuz i was like oh my god it's totally ripping on all these yeah. other movies that i had seen between the two times I had seen the movie, you know? Right, right. So. Just just a quick plot summary, too,
1: just so people know like what's up. Uh, basically, fraternal twins set out to rid Boston of the evil men operating there while being tracked down by an FBI agent. It's pretty... Spot on, I think that's pretty much the whole movie. And Defoe plays the FBI. A, agent. <laughs> he plays a, a gay FBI agent who's fucking right. hilarious, and actually goes into drag at one point, which <laughs> is hilarious because <laughs> that's what all gay people do, clearly. right? Oh, clearly, God. they all just want to dress up like women. Clearly,
2: there is like a lot of controversial. <laughs> <like, laughs> oh, there, there is like a lot of like controversial things. <laughs> not cool, bro. Not that. cool. Like not cool, bro. Like that's what's the thing that kind of graded great on me for this film is that like it It seemed like they were trying to be controversial for the sake of being controversial but it, so because of yeah. that it didn't come off to me as controversial but yeah I guess some people were like all the religious like symbolism like and the, they, like praying and stuff before they kill and all the stuff and people were like oh that's blasphemous all that it's like and I know that he did that just to get those and he he got them you know he got he got the people that were upset.
1: Yeah, you could feel like the freshman yeah. sophomore feel yeah. of the movie
0: like, you know, like I'm trying to be edgy for the sake of being edgy. Right. right. Like you have the priest who's like hey, um it's okay like we need people like like a, a literal like the actual priest is yeah. like we need people like this, yeah, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah.
2: that's that's a some people might yeah. not like that. I think it could have been done just it just could have been done better like like you could have actually played it more serious uh with less like comedic effect and it would be even funnier actually if that makes sense
1: yeah we should get into that specifically yeah. i so think <laughs> with reviews i think like i think we definitely have some strong opinions about these movies one way or another uh, but just yep. just real quick <laughs> uh the film went through a slew of other actors before landing on the main three um i know uh like, Russell Crowe, or, uh, no, sorry, that's Fight Club. It went through a ton of actors. I, I can't even <laughs> fucking remember all the lists of people it went through. Um, but, like, I don't know. Russell, what I meant when I said Russell Crowe, he was, Russell Crowe was supposed to be, uh, Tyler Durden. Is what, Oh wow, that's why I got confused. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah.
0: So. Well, here, I I have some. Brendan Fraser. Yep, that's right. Nikki Cat. I don't know who that Never is. ever heard of uh, Ewan McGregor. Oh, that's weird. Which I can see that. was a thought of mine. Keanu, Keanu that Reeves. Though. Oh, that'd be weird. Um,
1: there was two people Duffy said, no, 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 we're never going to have them. I think Brad Pitt and Keanu Reeves pa- were the
0: two people. Um, pa- Patrick Swayze and Sylvester Swayze Stallone. and Stallone. Oh, my yeah. God. Producers wanted
1: Stallone for yeah. the
0: FBI agent. Bill Murray or Mike Myers. Yeah. Kevin Spacey or Robert De Niro. All for a Smecker. Uh, the fbi agent yeah Yeah. and then there's a whole other big
1: list for the other two guys too um so yeah it was like and you know it was weird because they gave him so much say too about who he wanted in the movie like i guess he the ewan mcgregor thing he like went to because mcgregor was gonna pass and he like flew out to meet him and then while they were like drunk they like got in a big fight and then mcgregor told him to fuck off and he wasn't gonna be in the movie Holy shit! Uh, really? Yeah, because Duffy really wanted him, I guess. But this is what I'm saying. Apparently, this guy was just uh, like just intolerable. Like he thought he was hot shit, even though he had never done
0: anything. Wow, you know he I mean? sounds like, like a tool. Yeah, there's uh, also he he looked for Mark Wahlberg, oh. who passed for Boogie Nights. Oh. Yes, exactly. Oh. Yep, exactly. Probably the best
2: decision Mark Wahlberg
0: ever did. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, Boogie like Nights seriously, is way more important of a movie oh, than Boondock yeah. for Boogie sure. Nights awesome. That's for sure. Um, yeah so I mean there's just the list just is just huge it's weird how how many people got cycled through um this movie uh so it was shot in thirty two days with an estimated budget of about six million dollars, which for a first film is still a lot of money uh and I'm guessing you know like you know Defoe was a decently big name by this point too and uh I don't know about the other two guys, but you know they they kind of shot i guess uh <sighs> I thought I wrote this down, but I guess I didn't. Um, uh, whatever. Uh, but so, um, the film went on to make an estimated 50 million in home sales. So it, it, it kind of flopped when it came out because of distribution. It didn't have a big distributor to actually like, uh, to get it to a wide theatrical release. And, Yeah, it had trouble in the film festival circuit. It just wasn't catching on, Uh, I guess. So the thing is, is that this is right around the time that Columbine happened, and we'll talk about this with Fight Club too, because Fight Club was the same exact year as this movie. Um, So this whole gun-toting duo, basically, was very touchy, and, and, and big industry did not want to wrap their hands around the political aspect of things. They just wanted to say, like, it is what it is. You do your thing, and we'll do our thing, whatever, you know. So uh, it came out at a really bad time. Uh, I bet you if it was released a couple of years before, it would have been way more successful. Um, so in this in this apparently 50 or so, whatever, plus or minus million in home sales, um, Duffy and the crew and the cast basically didn't see any of it because – Being this, like, newbie fucking guy in the industry and thinking you're some hotshot, he basically signed this deal without reading the fine print and basically (laughs) didn't get any of that extra stuff. Um, Um, However, he did end up suing the distribution company and whatever other company, production company, and managed to get some undisclosed settlement and the sequel rights. So he got something out of it, I guess.
0: Um, Dude, that is amazing. And... It's amazing because this guy was such a douchebag that people were fine cheating him yep. over things. And, you know, exactly. people cheat each other all the time for things. But normally you have someone who's like watching your back who's yeah. like, hey, you know, like you have some lawyer or or something. And either Troy Duffy was too, du- too much of a douchebag to have a lawyer or just- to get a lawyer on his side or the lawyer was like, yeah, looks pretty good. He yeah. <laughs> didn't give a shit about it, Troy Duv- you know what I mean. Out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, they, like, <laughs> dude, it's not
2: just Troy Duffy. He's just too much of a douche. The lawyer was probably fucking fed up with if if he had a lawyer. The lawyer was probably like, "Fuck you," and just said, "Yeah." And knowing full well yeah. that <laughs>
0: exactly what it was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, knowing that he'd just get fired by this guy. Exactly. Like, I don't give a shit, dude. He just got his. I'll take and my he got three out, grand. Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Like literally, the only think thing I
1: have I've ever hand heard about for this Troy one email. that he's a, just a douchebag. Like, and you know that m- might be blown out of proportion. I don't know. I never seen that. I never saw the documentary.
0: I don't know him personally, obviously, but the conjecture says. The conjecture, yeah. If that's right. yeah. Same. I'm saying these things. I don't actually know. Yeah. But
1: the the fucking two actors are willing to come back and work with him on a sequel, so I don't know what that says either. So that's maybe true. he was totally nice to them. I don't know.
2: Dollar bill.
1: I don't know. Or that too. Yeah. So it's, um,
2: it is kind of impressive though that it was shot only in you know was it 32 days you said in a month? Yeah, like that's pretty impressive. But you, it's pretty good. You can yeah. still kind of see though. You, yeah, the movie kinda... is set. Pieces are not yeah. memorable at all and, and like even the camera movement, it almost seems like some of the shots you know are like they filmed it one time like they didn't do they didn't bother to totally. do it a second time totally. you know? and the
1: and then the other thing that made this movie feel so like sophomoric too is like he tries to play with time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, we were not going to show yeah. the event until after Defoe comes in and analyzes it. Like, it's like this weird, like, oh, I'm going to try and be smarter than I actually am type
0: of thing. Yeah, yeah it feels kind of gimmicky, totally. You know, gimmicky, and yeah. I, I, didn't, I actually hadn't seen this movie before, um, but I, for some reason, I just hated this movie. Wait, really- this was your first movie, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Yeah, I hadn't seen this before. I movie thought you had seen it before. Oh, what? I thought I had. I thought I had, but honestly, I think I've seen the second one. I don't think I've seen the first oh, one. Oh, okay. Because um, huh. I remember the guy at the end, but I remember him having a more prominent part. Because he has a more prominent He's part the more in the second one. He's more prominent yeah. in the second one. It's about the three yeah. of them.
1: Um, yeah. Sure. And then it's got the female detective or whatever who comes in.
0: Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> Well, oh I didn't know. I didn't know this was your first uh yeah,
2: I think this was my first but honestly I got sick of, I got sick of the gimmick. Yeah. I got sick of I, it. Yeah. you it was funny, I think that gimmick is part of the reason why it's such a, a film bro movie. Yeah. Because like it seems like it's yeah. one of those things where Duffy was probably he thought his idea was so smart and so unique and so original it had never been done before. Yet it seems like one of those attempts that someone who like loves like kind of like popcorn type movies and then See something and then kind of puts their own little twist on it, yeah. and then thinks it's like the greatest thing ever, and then goes to right. like college and goes to like takes one film school class and then makes yeah. a short film or a student film and then says like and thinks like it's the coolest fucking shit ever. Yep. Uh, right, that's right. what it seemed like to me. He just he just happened to have a six million dollar budget, you know. Mm-hmm. Like and and that's to me why one of the reasons why I just kind of it just like not only. Does it come off as like a film it just comes like this is the epitome of a film bro movie for me really, in the fact that not only do film bros love it, but it was like done by a film bro. I mean when like, I first, yeah. Like, was
1: yeah. When I was first introduced to the movie, it was like, Have you ever seen this movie? No. What, dude? You've never seen Boondock Saints? Like yeah, yeah. what are you? Same here. Like, Same here. We're watching right. it tonight, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that type of thing. So it's like right. Right. the people who tell you about the movie are definitely like, you know, Dude, this they're is like, they're a very dedicated
0: awesome. yeah. fan base. Totally, yeah.
1: Uh, so, Fight Club is number two, um, which was written by I think it's Jim Uls. I think my thing, fucking auto-corrected the wrong name. It's U-H-L-S, I think, Jim Ules. Uh, the and screenplay, though, right? The screenplay yeah, okay, was cool. written by him. The book was written by Chuck sure. Palahniuk. Yeah, which is awesome. Uh, so it was adapted by Jim Wools and then it was directed by David Fincher. Yeah, It was also made in 1999 and it stars Brad Pitt, Ed Norton, and Helena Bonham Carter, among you know other people. Jared Leto is the Is it Helena or <laughs> Helena? Helena, I think, right? Oh, Helena Bonham Carter. I don't know. Helena, oh, Helena. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> is it Sorry, I'm being a butt face, but is it Helena Bonham Carter or Helena Bonham? I don't know. Bonham? I've never I heard was, it said. I always thought it was Bonham, but I, it could be. I've is n- it Bonham? I've never heard it, it could said. could be Bonham. So I don't,
1: I don't know. know. I'm just going with what I think. Helena, Hele, Helena Bonham Carter. but She was
2: you
0: know. Bonham in the movie. <laughs> that's for sure. Nice. <laughs> Dude, uh, she's like so hot in this movie, dude. I had no idea she was in Harry Potter 2 until I watched this again and I was like, "Oh man, Harry Potter's like so good, like I can relate." Dude, it, it was like it was like a
1: Harry Potter like, you know, like took her like and like and like made her into that movie. Like I don't
2: like yeah it was like literally just her she she actually she really is though she's really good in this movie and she is actually really good as Bellatrix she looks exactly the fucking same which I think is funny like the pale frizzy ass hair uh, and like black clothing perfect perfect
0: casting Uh, perfect Harry Potter perfect casting all around (laughs) right just the whole whole
2: thing it really was it really was good casting did a good job Uh,
1: so the rights to the film were purchased for a mere ten thousand dollars so compared to Boondock Saints, this this book had already been an out and about, and was discovered by you know ex executive producers or whatever. You know I don't yeah. know I don't remember exactly who, but a ten ten grand is four hundred forty thousand dollars
3: difference. Right yeah, there. exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
1: And Paul Inuk, I mean, he he kind of. Got more into the mainstream after this movie released. But he's released a lot. He's like, you know, he's done a, a fizz fair amount of books itself. And like yeah. his other books are very like popular among people yeah, who he's like been, his work. Like he,
2: he's been crank, one of those I think subversive of those authors, authors for a while, you know.
1: Is it Crank? He's
2: got he did, some other did, book that's kind of he like He did choke,
0: oh, was it choke Choke and
2: coke. <laughs> <laughs> coke.
0: Choke and Coke and then choke, choke it. And, yes. and choke. It. Yeah, I think it was choke, right?
2: Yeah. I think he did uh, yeah. yeah, choke. <laughs> something, yeah. Choke is
1: one of them. Um then he also did uh like the ha- uh, Haunting or Haunted or something like that.
0: Haunted. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't
1: know. but he, he he's by people who read his books. They're like diehard, like Pauline people. You know yeah, I mean? they're like in love. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it, and I feel like it's a decent amount of people who read his books. It's not just like some like underground art uh, author or whatever. He's like fairly no. well known. Um, but this movie definitely like helped his his mainstream successes. Um, so, the film uh, was passed over by Peter Jackson, Brian Singer, and Danny Boyle as potential directors before landing on Fincher wow so let's think about this for a second wow. peter jackson who did king that's kong and lord of the rings brian singer who's most well known for the x-men series yep. and danny boyle which i could see danny boyle maybe taking a crack
2: at it but singer and brian jackson Brian singer no also way, did dude. the usual suspects right yeah he yeah did so did that's, that the, too, that's yeah. the only film i could see that there's like not a similarity but like uh, some yeah. sort of connection well, because it has the twist at the end
0: yeah. and, like, usual stuff. And, like, if you just look at the right. simple math of the movie, like,
2: that the movie does. Yeah. So Danny uh, Boyle, for sure, because of chain spotting and stuff like that. It his, has that. his style
0: yeah. is Peter Jackson kinetic. is the – oh, yes. Not yeah. kinetic, too frantic. Too, it's too
2: – yeah, it's too um, – Jittery, yeah. yeah. yeah no, handheld. Full of, full of energy. I mean, but he did do manic, Sunshine. Yeah.
1: But also, Danny Boyle did do Sunshine, and he did 28 Days Later. Yeah. So – But those are right after. 20,
0: 28 Days Later is pretty – That's pretty kinetic, and pretty. it's pretty, like... Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, but it doesn't... But, you know, definitely Fight Club needed that, like, grit, I think, to really make it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is really interesting.
2: This is, you know, this is 1998, 1999, because this is right before Lord of the Rings was, like... Released. Yeah. Pick, and then pick, yeah. Danny Boyle, really the only films at that point that he had released out to the mainstream was like Train Spotting, Shallow Grave. And then he was probably filming The Beach during 1999 or maybe it came out that year. Yeah, the, because Decapito. 28 Days
1: Later was right after that, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, because I think it 28 Days Later came out 2000-something. Early, early 2000s, 2000s yeah. So it's interesting that this falls right kind of... Before, because then, yeah, Brian Singer, I think he did X-Men, like, 2000, didn't he? Yeah, 2000 so, was the very first like, one. like, this is, like, all, all three of those guys, their careers would have been different if they had done this movie, I think. Um, yeah, it's pretty
0: weird. Yeah. I, I think Peter Jackson, I think that's the biggest surprise for yeah, me. Yeah, same here. Why was it Peter Jackson? Yeah, because... Of all people.
2: Because he did, like, Heavenly Creatures and Meet the Feebles and... Some of his, yeah. like, independent, like, horror films. He hadn't really done anything that was in the studio system, even, or even on the fringe of that. So, The Beach was that, 2000. 2000, okay. So, he, so was, he was probably filming, filming, for it. filming it, was like, it or pre-production or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, I, who were we were talking... About? I wonder if he was just, like,
0: some director that was, like, on a list. And they were like, well, let's try this guy out. And then after Lord of the Rings came out, then someone went back on this Wikipedia article and highlighted him because he was... Pr- he's like a prominent director now that people know
2: about yeah, you're probably right, yeah yeah,
1: but see two of their options that they were going to go for were people who were not American
2: Oh. because Peter Jackson's New
1: Zealand yeah. uh, New Zealand, and Danny Boyle is English, right uh, Brian Singer yeah. and Fincher are the only yeah. two that are American, and this is like a very American, American story Wait, like did, I can't
2: uh, picture a British guy uh, you know tackling the story honestly Brian Singer, do you rush? When did Rush come out? The first Rush. Uh, uh Rush isn't wasn't Rush done, done Rush by Rush Hour? Uh, I mean Rush Hour. My bad. Did he do Rush Hour? I think he did Rush Hour. Right? Ryan Singer Did Rush Hour? I, I think so. Right. Because rush rush was Ron Howard. Yeah, that's what I meant. Rush Hour. Yeah. So Peter Jackson. Yeah. Rush was definitely Ron Howard. He had bad taste. Meet the
1: Feebles, Heavenly Creatures, Forgotten Silver, The Frighteners. Before The Frighteners. Okay.
2: Yeah, and that was a pretty Um, big hit in the like that circuit. You know that type of.
1: But he when I think when when New Line came around to tap him for Lord of the Rings, that was it. Like you signed that contract and you're fucking
2: was a uh, brett rat oh brett rat that of course oh man i don't know why so yeah so
1: together. singer's big movie was usual suspects but he also did lion's den public access and apt pupil oh, okay uh, right before this x-men was 2000 and then he did uh x2 right after that and then he kind of jumped on the x-men bandwagon x-man and superman returns which i actually kind of like but look at like his look at like let's take brian singer for example and look at his aesthetic for movies where it's high key bright colorful you know tight clothing like almost like latex like you know he's, he's got this very much like sort of fetishistic take on things and it's not dark you know no. what I mean? If you imagine Fight Club as, like, no shadows, essentially, like, how, you know, that.
2: I'm... Uh, yeah. He, it's funny. Brian Singer, when I think of his films, I really do think... It's like... I think of early 2000s. Like, in yeah. the early 2000s, there's so many films that had that same kind of look. He really kind of epitomized that look, yeah. I think, for me. Exactly. Right. Because um, X-Men, once
1: X-Men came out, the first three, like, you know, some people talk about how, like, some of them are bad or whatever, but... Those were kind of like that first movement into the superhero yeah, totally. that we
2: see today. Yeah, they were the precursors to yeah. the big wave. Yeah, totally. X Men and like Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Because they made they made so much money for the studio for mm-hmm. the studios at uh, Fox. Fox. I think was, Fox yeah, was X-Men. Like they just Fox, they yeah. killed it. They mm-hmm. like they really did it. They yeah. yeah. So, so they I
1: can't. And money. then this was like. And then before this, Fincher had done Alien, and then or he did Alien Three. And did he do the game? And he had done right? seven
2: or seven. It yeah. was seven then, that was before think, this. Yes, I think seven. the game too. Right was right I before. I think he
1: did all three before this one. So he
2: he was known. And, um, and seven was a hit, but seven was a big hit. The when it came game, out. I think, critics liked it, the, but I don't think it got yeah like people to actually go to the theaters and really watch it. Now it's become kind of a cult film.
0: Yeah, Alien yeah. Seven. The game. probably because of yep. Fincher. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. like the game. Actually, and you know, if really
2: people boring. shit all over Alien Three too. They, a lot of people think that that is like one yeah. of the worst. You know, but in I actually don't mind it um, that bad, even considering that he basically disowned it. It's I, I think it's there's parts of it that are terrible, but there are parts that I really do like. You know, especially when you look back, when you look forward to all of his to his, you know, the films that he's done mm-hmm. lately, and you look right. at Alien Three. There are some things that you could tell, like, oh man, he was doing this in Alien Three and he kinda mastered it in Panic Room. You
1: know? Like- I mean, his like gross, wet, sticky dark aesthetic you would think would lend itself like right. if he would have made Alien like four movies deep or something. Yeah. I bet it would have been way better. If he was you to know, make an like, alien now, yeah, would be sick, I think. Right, yeah. Like, His right, aesthetic right. just lends itself to horror. I think that's why... I mean, look how dark Gone Girl is. Yeah, and Zodiac. You know? They typically right. underexpose like two one or two stops maybe even three stops on all of his movies just Which to get that dark is... oh, look you know and then like his movies are known for being like wet like there's a lot of rain like, a lot of stickiness like sweat there's something about it that is
0: everything is like damp. really moist yeah, yeah. really and moist bro moist. another interesting moist. thing too is yes. <laughs> <That's> moist bro <laughs> <laughs> what's a moist bro uh-huh. keith uh David. it's jacob
2: David Fincher used uh, Jeff Cronenwith, I believe, yep. as the director of photography for Fight Club yep. and for um 7, I believe, and he's the son of Jordan Cronenweth, who was the director of photography for uh Ridley Scott for like Blade Runner. Nice. So has, he has hmm. the the uh the son obviously learned from his dad when it comes to like underexposing and stuff like that cuz yeah. he was also kind of a, you know, a prince of darkness uh type of uh, cinematographer one that liked to to do you know darker sets really work with shadows and, and See Cronenweth like right.
1: came back to work with Fincher for Social Network, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and Gone Girl too. Yeah.
2: I think the one that he didn't do was Zodiac. I think Harris Saviti's... uh and, Panic, think, Room, and Panic, Panic
1: Room because Panic Room was okay. after, yeah. And so was uh Benjamin Button. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. So
1: he he kind of they kind of split ways for a little bit
0: um but you know. Yeah. There's, well, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited for Fincher's World War Z movie, and like the first World War Z was okay, but I I kind of like that someone a guy like Fincher is is doing this sequel to it because I feel like he could bring something kind of interesting to it that might push it away from like a studio feeling movie to a more like unique like
2: more more art based film, you know? Yeah, because like Mark I don't know like Mark Forster like it made sense to make the first film with him because he's one of those directors, he does have his own kind of unique look and style, um, but he does work in the studio system and he has given the studio so much money um, with his films. Um, you know, Quantum of Solace, which was the the film that I think did the least well in the box office in terms of Daniel Craig's James Bond, but it still did pretty good, you know? And then... right. Um, i think his most unique film would be monsters ball which i absolutely love that movie um so it's interesting to see david fincher take on the second part because where was i going with this mark forster like he i don't know he just seems more like you know he did kite runner and he's done finding neverland you know these movies that and and uh stranger than fiction yeah yeah so he did he's done these movies that kind of have more of an audience but david fincher not so much you know not not everyone's gonna go see a david fincher film however well that's debatable i I don't think most people are i mean like gone girl was like huge and it was but i don't think because but i think it was only me, me only because of the book it's not like you're like Oh man,
1: Nolan's movies coming out. You're not. They're not credible, right. right? You're not like. Yeah. Oh.
0: I think t- to but like Benjamin Button, like people went and saw Benjamin. I Button. think
1: Fincher's name is household enough. I don't think it's as big, like as like drawing as other names, but right. certainly there is a large subset of people that yeah. show up to his movies. I don't know. It's um, interesting. And then also, he helped kickstart one of the most popular shows, like ever right. House of Cards, yeah. right? Like, yeah. his aesthetic they used to kickstart that show. So. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. That's
1: kind of cool. He did he the first two the episodes. Couple episodes yeah, yeah, first two. Oh, yeah. Um, and then helped develop it and whatnot, and, and still is credited as producer. I don't know how much he does now, but... You know, probably nothing. They, that look that that look that House of
0: Cards has yeah. where it's he, like, he very helped dark, like build the book, yeah. like the show books. Exactly, sort of thing, exactly.
2: Yeah. they the definitely the guys that direct the and the cinematographers that work on that show now they do a good job emulating that style. They totally, do, They really do a good job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so
1: uh, yeah, so like we said, Brad Pitt was in the running with Russell Crowe for the part of Tyler Durden. And once he was chosen, he was offered a seventeen point five million dollars salary. Wow! For the role. Wow! Pennies. Yeah, pennies. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, he was kind of pissed off about Meet Joe Black and its failure, so he was looking for the next hot ticket item. And you know, kind of these the studio. I think it was Fox who did this. They like, they were looking for the next hot ticket actor to to help. You know, float it. To compare, uh, Edward Norton got two and a half million for this role. Whoa! Yeah. So really? Yeah, yeah. So you know, talk about a, a disparity. Um, I wonder the if there was any
2: like animosity on set between Pitt and Norton.
0: I don't know, man. I don't know.
2: That's interesting. That's interesting. Well,
0: Norton's Norton's kind of he's n- notorious huh, for uh, charging a lot for and for having movies. a. Uh,
1: vocal opinion on how things should go yeah like he's yes. he's as an actor he tries to control as much of what he can for sure from my understanding
0: anyway right um, i mean like he he was in um you know like marvel's hulk that movie and then he was too expensive for the avengers you know and then uh, i think american history x like didn't he change he the change end the, of the ending history? for american
1: history x yeah
0: yeah he, like, used his His star his power. power,
1: yeah. And, you know, yeah. he's kind of gone back and forth on movies that are okay and movies that are not so okay. And, you know, he's got a recognizable face, but I don't think anyone is really, like, good, you know, gung-ho yeah. for having him in, in their movies, necessarily. He's kind of...
0: Dude, my, my dad loves Edward Norton. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. It's, like, one of his favorite actors.
1: Huh, I mean, what's interesting yeah. is, like, whatever your opinion is of him and whatever your opinion is of Brad Pitt... Chuck Palahniuk came out and said that after this movie was released that they were put on this earth to be those characters. Like oh. like Fight Club is now them. Even though the book existed before, like yeah. even Palahniuk can't e- like w- exactly. picture wow wow. Anyone else besides them as those characters which w- they did a
2: uh, you know fantastic job in uh I wonder if they picked Brad Pitt over Russell Crowe cuz of the money? Like I was was Russell Crowe asking for even more than $7.5 You know what I mean? Like, Maybe. Because Russell Crowe had just come off of uh, 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 that film noir film uh, with Guy Pearce and uh, Kim Basinger. Uh, what's that? Uh, God. 20. Oh, my God. I was...
0: 21?
2: No. Uh, why am I spacing out on the name of it? it takes place in the 50s. Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah. Um, Looking it up. Oh, God. That's embarrassing that I forgot the name of it.
1: How dare you, you son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> I, I know the name of it now, but I'm just going to sit and just wait <laughs> for you. Wait, when when did it... I don't actually know. When did it I come wanna out?
2: I want to say
0: 97.
2: Was it LA Confidential? LA Confidential. That's it. Yep. So, like, th- you know, that was a big hit, and this was right before uh, Gladiator. So, I wonder if if he wasn't if he wanted more money than 7.5 million or he was offered more for Gladiator and did that instead or I don't know
1: <clears throat> yeah he had a bunch of stuff before this for sure and Norton didn't have a bunch of stuff before this Norton yeah. was only in a couple of stuff his big claim to fame was his American History X um for Fight Club like I can't his his resume you know what I mean is not
2: It's so funny cuz this movie cuz American History X was made after this right Before. Oh, before, okay. Yeah, right the year before. Right, okay. 'Cause it, American History X like just the look of the film looks so much older than, than Fight Club. Right. Yeah, it's like the style, yeah. yeah, it's like how they shot it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Fight Club itself has actually aged
2: besides the CGI, it's actually aged fairly well yeah. with its look. Bro. Even <laughs> the CGI isn't that bad though, really. I mean that opening yeah. credit yeah. sequence is a little, little dated, but everything else I think seems The trash can good.
1: sequence is hella dated, like crazy dated. Like it looks so bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I have a little fact about that uh, that I'll say here in just a little bit but so the script went through almost two years of revision uh, between multiple screenwriters the director and the main actors everyone sort of had their opinion on how they could make things a little bit better Um, you know they had like four different writers uh, come in and try and touch things up working with Jim Wool's and uh, David Fincher Um, like most movies the budget from the film went up and down during the production before settling on roughly 63 million after executives finally started to see cuts of the film. I know that there was one particular executive that, um, wanted to, when the, but after the budget had been inflated, he was like, dude, you got to cut like 5 million out of this. And Fincher said, Nope. And then, uh, they started seeing it and the guy was like, okay, you can have it. Like, Uh, he was kind of like, you know, no shit, you know, showing proving that the film actually had some (laughs) merit to it. Yeah. Um, and let's see, unlike most films, this one has a lot of documented backstory and behind the scenes information um, that really, to me, make for like a much more entertaining watch when you know about these random little like factoids. Like I just, I don't know, oh, I love totally. yeah. little shit like that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, for example, I got a couple here. Um, the scene where the two guys are hitting golf balls was actually not a planned scene or not and not scripted and actually features a drunk Norton and Pitt uh between <laughs> after the shooting had all, had uh, ended and they're actually just smacking balls into the side of a catering truck <laughs> and they're just actually <laughs> drunk in that scene uh and Fincher was just like film it you know so like amazing. you know just just do it um so when the priest is sprayed with a hose uh, during that short montage where the guys are all trying to lose fights, you can actually see the camera shake a little bit because the operator was laughing so hard at the scene. And you can actually <laughs> see, I've, I've gone back and like, rewinded it and like watched it, and you can actually see um, the shake. It's it's, it's super funny. Um, <laughs> in the scene where uh, Brad Pitt and Edward Norton get in their first fight, uh, Norton actually punches him in the ear and brad pitt didn't know that was going to happen i guess fincher (laughs) right before they started shooting that scene on the first take they fincher pulled him aside and said you know i want you to punch him this time so brad pitt's reaction is like a real like the the reason why he says it's so weird like oh you you punched me in the
3: ear like he's like so surprised (laughs) like
1: that was because he actually did And then i guess if you pay attention um if you look at Edward Norton's face, you can see him, like, grinning and laughing at the fact that he did it. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, that's funny. Um, that's amazing. This one is really interesting to me. So, there's this line after, uh, so when Brad Pitt's like, oh, you got some crazy friends, and he's talking after he's, you know, had sex with Marla or whatever, and it shows him, like, laying down in the bed, and she goes, <laughs> the line is, oh, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. <laughs> I I love that line. That actually wasn't the original line, and the original line that they had in the film, uh, one of the producers wanted it cut. So Fincher was like, okay, but we have to make a deal that the next line I come up with is not allowed to be cut. So the original line was, I want to have your abortion, (laughs) is what she says. And that got cut. And they replaced it with, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. And the, and the producer came back and was like, we got to cut that one too. And he's like, sorry, sorry you agreed yeah, to it. Like, yeah. sucks to be you.
2: Pick, pick, pick
1: which one. Yeah, right? It's like, n- as producers, <laughs> never do that. Yeah, Never, ever be like, we're cutting this and we're putting something else in. And then be like, it's fine. Whatever else you put in there is fine. Just roll with it. Because they will come up with something that's
0: worse.
2: It's funny because I've always liked that line too. Uh, you know, I didn't realize that, that that that's one that I hadn't heard before. I want, or uh, I haven't been fucked like that since grade school. I love that line.
1: It's a, it's a, it's it's actually better. It's a better line.
2: it, it is. It's a, it is a better line. It's, it's more line, yeah. like you could get a little bit of little glimpse into her history. Yeah, a Yeah, totally. Bit, you know? it's, it, the way she says it, she's just kind of lying there. Is fucking hilarious to me. She's like, just like, whatever. Don't yeah, it it's like, well, it's so yeah. like blasé. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Love so, I, yeah, I love, you know, when you're, if you're in a position as a producer, <laughs> be very careful and maybe just let something slide, you know, because you'll be in a worse
0: position later or, right. or, um, or, or, clarify why you're, yeah. you're like, Hey, we can't have this and say exactly why. Yep. And then come up with the line exactly. together. Yeah.
1: Don't ever know? put yourself in a position where it's like, whatever you come up with next is fine. Just don't put this one in. You know, that's
0: stupid. But at the same time, if you're like, Hey, this is too clean. Like we wouldn't have that line if it weren't for fincher being a total jackass exactly. to his producer so <laughs> exactly. you know was he it's being a line. jackass
1: or was he just you know being smart i don't know
0: or both <laughs> i guess <laughs> uh yeah i was gonna say i think a little bit of column a column him B B um, asshole him bro so <laughs> in the film <laughs> That's pretty good That was pretty good I see what you did there Thank you <laughs> So um, I'm like super fucking smart Oh god <laughs> Cringe so hard Do you even know about Fight Club? You haven't seen Fight Club bro? This is my first time watching Fight Club. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Are you fucking serious?
1: Dude, we got to watch it again. It's better on the rewatch. Oh, man. You get the twist on the rewatch? Just like, you know. Dude,
0: I didn't get the twist the first time, but the second time, man, I was right oh, there. Dude, God. I don't even know the twist. Like, <laughs> like, like, is the twist that, like, reality is different? Like, you don't even know. Like, there's so many levels to this <laughs>
1: Jesus it makes me, I don't know if you guys watch It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It, it reminds me of this one scene where they're like, oh, with Danny DeBeat, bro. <laughs> Danny DeBeat, bro. <laughs> where he's like, where Charlie Day's like, dude, that twist in The Sixth Sense, like, I didn't even know, like, the twist is like crazy. He's like, the twist is like, you know that character Bruce Willis, pl- or that character, like, that's like the the ghost or whatever, or the ghost. Go- oh, He's like the, the character that runs with the kid. That's Bruce Willis the whole time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: That's <laughs> not the twist. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's amazing. Uh, that's Brad Pitt the whole time. Uh, so in the film. <laughs> Uh, we find out, you know, Edward Norton's kind of spirit animal is a penguin when he's going through that uh, that sequence uh, in the cave or whatever. If you look closely at the uh, scene later where he first gets a drink with Tyler Durden, um, Tyler Durden, his shirt actually has penguins on it. Ah, the shirt, yeah. his, his button-up actually has Whoa. penguins on it. Uh, so it's really hard to see. There's only like one it's... shot that you can see because his shirt's kind of folded up, but you can see the penguin's head. Um, you know, so obviously connecting it to that. Uh, and I guess that scene in particular, they shot, like, a bunch of times and was mostly ad-libbed. No, Yeah. And, I
2: think, hmm. I think like, they did a good job because you mentioned, you know, before the fact that even the actors had some, like, help with the writing. Yeah. And I think that the the, the improvisi- improvisational aspect of the film and all the the writing and the dialogue that you could tell was very scripted, they did a good job at, like, morphing those together. Really. Like, I... Yeah, David Fincher does a good job at at really. I mean, but then I've heard that he he takes ta- he does many 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 takes like Stanley Kubrick, you know. Very, you know, we'll get we'll we'll have the actors go say their line seventy times to get it just get right. Get to what
1: he wants. Yeah. So it's it's, it's right. either
2: that or the combination of both that I, I can really see how it works. <laughs> totally. Yeah, like you can get you can. I I wonder
0: if he'll ever, which he probably won't, ever, like, go back into a movie and, like, see if he can make Tyler Durden, like, a completely different character, you know? Because he did, like, 90 takes, so there's gotta be a different, like, like, f- four or five like different versions of Tyler Durden oh, yeah, that yeah. are out there,
2: you know what yeah. I mean? That are, like, a different type totally. of It'd be so interesting character. if, like, they hired yeah. some editor to just kind of work on a it, complete, it's like, the whole movie but just this the whole movie is just different cuts different I think takes. someone yeah. went through
1: yeah. and did a cut of this movie uh, where they took out Brad Pitt oh, man. and the whole it plays the whole film without oh, I've oh, Yeah, I've seen that I've seen that
2: he took it took out, him out yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so
1: it's just no one yeah. like talking to himself the whole fucking yeah. time which is actually like that's impressive. I mean, it you know, kind of makes sense. Uh, there's another thing I didn't add in here, too, uh, not on this list, uh, but I think it's kind of an interesting little detail. Uh, so the scene where they get in a car accident where they towards the end where uh, they're arguing with each other in the car, and then they, they let the car crash and flip. If you're paying attention to the orientation of the car when it's flipped, so it, uh, so when they're driving, Brad Pitt's driving and Norton's in the passenger seat. However, when the car is after it's crashed... Brad Pitt gets out of the passenger seat and Edward Norton is actually, they pull him out of the driver's seat. Yeah. So that's an interesting little like, like that's really paying attention to the nitty gritty details
2: of it. That's why I like, that's why this film, I do so, I just hate that it's a film bro movie because it it deserves more than that because all the little details (laughs) like that shit is so fucking brilliant. It really is. But because it's a film bro movie, like, I don't know. It, I don't know how to describe
0: that, but yeah, I, I yeah, kind of kind of like drive, you know, No. like drive stinks because no. film bro you know? no uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the there's
1: also that the part where they where he is in the airport, and he's like talking about you know if you wake up in a different place as a, in a different spot or whatever do you do you wake up as a different person, and when they say that line, that's when it pans over, and you first get a good solid glimpse of Brad Pitt, too uh, <laughs> on that specific line. Uh, and then also they did the you know we talked about this in the episodes before because Jacob asked well when you go through the the theater seats do you do your butt or you do your crotch and, <laughs> yeah. you know I remember like Brad Pitt now now question of etiquette do I give you the ass or the crotch <laughs> and he gives him right. the ass yes, by the way just a little fun detail there yeah I'm kind of a crotch kind of guy hmm. and then if you watch him in that <laughs> if you watch him on the plane scene too um, when Brad Pitt walks behind. Like the the, because there's a stewardess there. He's like really careful not to touch her like at all. Like she's almost like like she doesn't recognize that someone even went behind her.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, like little detail like that too. Yeah.
1: because he, he, yeah. he doesn't
2: actually exist, right? Because there's also stuff like that that happens with uh, Helena Bonham Carter's character, mm-hmm. where their interaction is a little off. I think there's that scene where they're in the they're in the kitchen, and they're like yelling at each other. The way they're moving and stuff. If I remember right, they never touch, and it, it 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 does seem there's something about it that seems off.
1: Well, then there's that part where he opens the door. You know, Brad Pitt's like banging her, and then like yeah, he's got the gloves yeah. on, and she's like, "Who are you talking to?" Right, you know what right. I mean? And you think back, well, yeah, no shit, because he's talking to himself, yeah. right? Like,
0: right, it's just in reverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> totally. Um, and then and they're they're like never in the same room together exactly. and remember he yeah. and that's like a plot thing where he's like you know it almost feels like like mom and dad you know yeah. like who are like banging in the other room and you know they they don't come out at the same time he literally says that too he's like i hadn't seen something
1: yeah. like this since my parents or something like that you know
0: yeah yeah there's also
1: the little the scene when they're in the bathroom together and he's like he's telling me oh i i went to college and i went back to my dad and was like okay dad now what do i do and he's like we'll get a job and I went, you know what I mean? and then if you listen to how they talk to each other he goes first edward norton's like oh that sounds familiar and then he's like you know he says another thing he's like and then he's like oh i can't get a, I have a job like or whatever and then he starts talking about himself he starts saying i like he's like i'm a 30 year old boy like you know <laughs> like, without realizing it he's actually like taking on his own thing, his background that he's <laughs> yeah. created. You know what I mean? Like the way the dialogue right. plays out in that scene is interesting. Um, there's also little connections like uh, I was reading too, I guess the car that he inspects at one point in the movie that's all burnt up and destroyed is actually the exact same car that they drive and crash. Oh, okay. And that car is a Lincoln and he and Brad Pitt says he would fauna fight Lincoln at one point. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and I guess uh, in the bus too. So when they get on the bus, and he's like, he says that one line where he's like, you know, uh, he he says uh, self self whatever is masturbation. Oh, but but self destruction. Apparently, the guy that walks past them and he says, "Excuse me." He only says it to Norton. Ah. Uh. So there's a little detail like that too, like just showing like the non-existence of that's Brad dope. Pitt's character, right? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. So, yeah, just little there's like little hints here it's and there, cool. like, I think.
2: If anybody who hasn't seen Fat Club or they want to know more of about the, like the little tidbits and stuff like that, I highly recommend uh watching the commentaries cuz the DVD has I think three or four commentaries. I think one is just David Fincher, one is David Fincher with um I think Brad Norton's Pitt and Edward too. Norton. Yeah. and then there's another one just by Chuck. Uh, I can't say his last name. That's cool, Paul. Um, Hick. Yeah, and it's just him. And his is hilarious. Awesome. His. Oh, that sounds kind of. His, his neat. commentary is just absolutely hilarious. It's awesome. All the commentaries are actually they're, they might be some of the most entertaining commentaries I've ever. Watched on a on a uh, on a DVD. Well, how special often figures. do you
1: get the two main people and the director in one room, right, to do a
2: commentary yeah. together? And then, okay. and, right. and then David Fincher does his own commentary yeah. too. So it's really cool because there's one that he just he he just does his he's just talking about it through his eyes, and then there's the other one where Brad Pitt, and Norton, and him are are discussing stuff that Fincher didn't talk mm-hmm. about in great length or at all. Or, in his. Yeah, did, you know? yeah. and then. And then with Chuck's, like, his is, like, a completely different viewpoint because he wasn't the screenwriter. You know, right. it's just it's just based on his novel. So it's a, a completely different point of view as well. It's really – they're really entertaining. So anybody who likes to to get more, like, little – to find out all these little cool little details and stuff that, you know, you have to watch the movie over and over and over and over again to, to yeah. get pick up on. Uh, she checked it out that commentary
1: actually fuels the conspiracies behind what his name actually is in the movie too Uh, that's the one thing i noticed this this rewatch too i thought was super interesting so he so he gives his number to marla and she goes you didn't write your name down who are you are you rupert uh, cornelius or whatever like and then she goes what's your name right and then it cuts Literally, the next name said in the movie is Tyler Durden. Ah, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I just
1: noticed that this time around. Like, Ah, damn you! They do like
0: one of those transition. Yeah, yeah, it's like a transition Mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, and it happens like two scenes later or three scenes later, right when
1: they actually introduce him. Um, Yeah, it's kind of a clever little. That's a clever screenwriting like thing that they added. Who
2: edited this film again? I forget.
1: I just looked. It's something, uh, something Jago, Jeremy Legood, or something. James
2: Haygood. James Haygood. So, yeah. Man, I wonder what else he's done. Because like, that name doesn't sound familiar. But yeah, uh, shout out to him, man. He did a good job. But I'm guessing. He did the game, Panic Room. Oh, okay. So he's worked with Venture. So they have a. Uh, Where the Wild Things Are. Okay. Tron Legacy.
0: Interesting. Hmm. The Lone Ranger. The new one.
2: Oh. Huh.
0: Yeah. Fun. That's a trip.
1: Uh, and then the yep. last thing I have written down, I might remember more, because I, I just, I don't know. I love the fact that this movie has so much random little Right, like yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> uh, but supposedly, according to David Fincher, there is a coffee cup in every single scene of this movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> and I've never gone through, and because and, I always forget, but, you know, so I'm sure someone... A coffee cup? Yeah, apparently a coffee cup in every hmm. scene of the movie. Um, and then... The other thing, so just real quick, the filming lasted for 138 days. They shot something like 1,500 feet of film, which is like triple a normal production. <laughs> um, it
0: had Adventure. it was
1: shot with over 300 scenes on 200 locations and 72 sets. Wow. That's, That's fucking absurd. That's, in- That's crazy. That's um,
0: fucking crazy, bro.
1: <laughs> and the last little bit, the last little factoid. So the shot, the reverse shot out of the trash can. you see all the different labels and stuff like that and it comes out um at the time because of technology and whatnot it took three weeks to render that shot almost eight hours per frame
0: whoa that's incredible that's a though.
1: wow yeah that's that's crazy and then the shot looks terrible now
2: like it's so dated. Like the CGI is so. Dated.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shot looks. Terrible. It does look the, terrible. The CGI
2: for that scene where like you see all like the furniture and everything uh, like appear and disappear or whatever in like the IKEA kind of commercial. Yeah, that's a cool. Shot. Yeah, it, that still holds up to me. Like they did. Because that's job not like a CGI that. shot, though, is it? It's like, I thought it was. With all the different stuff. Disappearing and the, the stuff looks real. I oh, feel okay. like they
1: like they did like a stop motion or something. That makes sense know, too. Like, yeah.
2: I just figured it was maybe CGI or at least helped by some VFX or something. But yeah, oh, like that the
1: CGI of the van, the CGI was. in the apartment when they exploded—like all oh, of that just looks so bad now. Like, <laughs> it really does look
2: terrible. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's it's '90s. I don't know what you're gonna do. Um So uh, what about the... uh, I I always find the splicing of the pornographic images interesting in this film, too. you see at the very end? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They do one last little cock shot. That's something that I've told friends about, and they're like, what? And then I show them, and it blows their mind. I just love that, though, that he was a pornographic projectionist or whatever por- <laughs> he was projectionist. Inserting and little, then like, they have that in the film like it's just it's funny I, I thought they did that I don't know then they, yeah judging. they do
1: it to you later yeah, at the as, very end they do that exact same shot of yeah. the fucking dick <laughs> and flash it in your face um, oh that's one of the little tidbit <laughs> thing I forgot too uh, so when Ed Norton's in his in the hotel room and he's flicking through the channels or whatever and it, it uh, he looks at the mint and then he says his like monologue line or his narration line, and then it cuts into the TV, and it's like it's all the chefs or whatever. And they, I can't remember what they say. They're like, "Welcome," I think is what they yeah. say. On the very right side of the screen, the person on the on the very side is Brad Pitt in
2: there. Yeah, and there's a yeah. there's another one like that too. Uh oh, shoot. Oh, I'm not gonna remember, but there's a couple other scenes where Brad in Pitt- the hospital. Well, they do the f- they do the frame flash, right, where they insert, oh, the
0: they, frame they flash, insert
1: yeah. him once. It happens like three or four times where they yeah. do a single frame insert. But this is like yeah. it was part of the like hotel's like fucking yeah. commercial or whatever. It's awesome. it weird <laughs> <laughs> It's totally weird. Um But I guess David Fincher also wanted to have those Tyler Durden frame flashes happen during like uh, Paramount's uh, you know how Paramount always has their, their stars come in and they fly over the mountain and form a yeah. circle apparently he wanted to have the flash in there and he and then they said no so he wanted to do it with the other produ- production company and then they said no <laughs> like you're not fucking with our fucking like <laughs> Aww, you know, our main things I mean, I'd be like all over that if I was like yeah go ahead I guess uh, marketers had trouble just figuring out how to market the film too. Like I can see that. they wanted to. Fincher wanted to do this whole like weird campaign that was like so anti-establishment as part of their
0: campaign
2: because that's like the theme <laughs> right. of the movie, right? Like, like the Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I picture like yeah. if Banksy was around at the time, that he'd have a field day with that. You know, that type of thing. Yeah. Know? Type. No. Yeah. That's perfect. Banksy type of like uh, stunts and stuff, like you know, bill cool billboards and pop up art stuff like that. That'd be cool.
1: Jacob, did right. you?
2: log this movie
1: in Letterboxd? Uh, no. You should. Because there's a funny little Easter egg in Letterboxd that I've... Ne- oh, really? yeah, It's only for this movie that I've ever seen, and it's fucking... It's it's funny, and it pops up, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> uh, but there's also something I else where...
0: I am doing it right now.
1: There was something... <sighs> I was reading where they said, like, you know, the, f- the first rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight Club, right? And I wish... I shouldn't even brought this up because now I totally forgot but there's like some other connection into the movie oh about, yes about like see I that's the thing about the this movie dumb. there's so many of them yeah well I just I just did it but I don't did, was there a pop up no really mine popped up and was like you're about to break the first rule or don't just you have to write a review don't just log oh. the thing like put in put in a quick review or whatever and then press submit oh okay um, but I guess uh, so. The guy who Meatloaf, who is Bob, um, <laughs> wore like a hundred pound fucking fat suit for that role. I guess that was full, partially of like
0: birdseed or something.
2: Oh yeah, Dude, this is so weird. So this is so. Oh yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah.
0: You are about to break the first and second rules of Fight Club. Pub- publish anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and you can you can say let her rip or no way. <laughs>
1: I'm screenshotting the funny little Easter egg. Bloop. Um, he's also the only person who breaks the other rule in fight club, which is he wears a shirt, uh, more for production reasons than anything. Like they, they had to hide his fat suit, but he wears a shirt and yeah. he's in his, uh, fight.
2: It was so weird. So like, yeah, you know, I was rewatching this, you know, for the podcast. And then, um, earlier at work, I, uh, I was watching Jimmy Fallon and Brie Larson, um, was the guest on J- jimmy Fallon show and or to the tonight show and she was saying oh well, she was talking about her first like role her first acting gig and it was like this little skit that she did a couple times on the uh jay leno uh tonight show mm-hmm. and and then fallon asked asked her like how she kind of got into that gig and i guess she said that a family friend was in the industry and they did the fat suit for a meatloaf in fight club and that it was made out of birdseed. Wow! and i was like that's, that's fucking weird that i was like the day that i uh-huh. were going to be talking about fight club and i watched fight club is the day that Br- Brie Larson, you know, talks about how she got in the industry partly because her family friend did the fat suit for Meatloaf. Like, that's fucking weird. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: <laughs> so weird. That's pretty crazy. Uh,
2: so here's a couple of other little fun facts
1: just because Fight Club's like that. Uh, so the breath in the cave scene is actually Leonardo DiCaprio's breath from Titanic composited into oh, the shot.
3: That's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, that's amazing. Brad Pitt actually had a dentist chip his teeth for the role.
2: Uh, which he had fixed after the that's fact. Right.
0: but uh What a fucking baller, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's going pretty that's far. That's what Shia
2: LaBeouf did in uh, uh, Fury. He pulled his own tooth yeah, out. Yeah, he pulled his own tooth
1: yeah. out and, like, cut his cheek or yeah. something like that. Yeah. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Helena or Helena, whatever her name is, um, she insisted that her makeup artists do all that's... of her makeup left handed, opposite, you know, the, the dominant hand. Sense. That makes because sense. Because she felt like that's what Marla, you know, would have. Would, would,
2: Oh, she would do so, or have, like, that uh, makeup, you know? That's cool, because that your yeah. makeup is kind of, it's not perfect, yeah. Yeah,
1: she said she wouldn't care or be good at such a thing. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yes. That's cool. Definitely. Uh, so Sean Penn and Matt Damon were both considered for the role of the narrator, the unnamed narrator. I'm Reese, glad that that didn't happen. Reese Witherspoon and Sarah Michelle Gellar were both considered for Marla. Yeah, no. That's and so were Courtney Love and Winona Ryder, which, okay, those
0: two make a little more sense. Yeah. I'd be down for Winona. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Um She's hot though. <laughs> I'm still I'm still going for Helena though, for sure. Yeah, she fits, for sure. Um so the
1: font used for the title and credits is called Fight This. <laughs> um <laughs> Brad Pitt and Helena Bonham Carter spent three days recording orgasm sounds for their unseen sex (laughs) scene, and apparently they they posed in like ten or fifteen Kama Sutra poses to get those shots. And they had to do, like, a bunch of different, like, shots because of the way – the the effects and whatnot to get that, that effect that they do. Yeah. Um, had a very I – I read about this a long time ago. I just didn't look it up this time. Uh, but there was, like, some very specific techniques they had to do to get that look. Oh, you know, uh, where it's all blurry but you can yeah. still see her face
2: and, like – the way the camera mm. moves, like the I don't know, like I do like the stylistic choices that they used in this, and I can see why maybe they were kind of looking for Danny Boyle because Danny Boyle is so good with yep. stylistic flourishes and stuff. But I think Fincher right. does a good job at, at at not making the movie completely manic like like a lot of Boyle's films, but makes make, but makes it unique in other ways. Like that shot, you know, it's not a manic thing. It's not like it, it's just a kind of a cool stylistic touch. You know, I don't know how to describe it. I, yeah. I like that. Right, I, enjoy, right. I enjoyed that type of thing. Um,
1: the phone number that Marla gives to the narrator is the same phone number that Teddy has in the name Memento or in the movie Memento. Oh, which cool. I mean I doubt they did that on purpose, but because you know five five five, and then you have four numbers. Like there's only a finite amount, right? But that's kind of an interesting right. connection people
0: noticed. That's a that's a film. Well, that's kind of interesting because Memento kind of a similar kind of movie. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, like it's pretty similar. And I wonder if someone was just like, let's just use this number. You it might have been a you know, you it, can't yeah. own numbers. Well yeah, that's yeah. the
2: thing. I think there's a lot of there i read a whole thing of article about um how hollywood has used the same license plate numbers the same addresses the yeah. same phone numbers and a whole bunch of movies um because why not like they're ones that it's kind of like the that scream the say, yeah. you know uh, the willhelm scream yeah, it's it's one of those yeah. things that it's kind of like oh i really like that movie i'm gonna have a little homage to yeah. you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah which is kind of cool you're like part of part of it now right. you're like part of the the in crowd, almost,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. <laughs> you know the secret passwords to, uh, to filmmaking success. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know why this is important, because I just assume actors get nude all the time. But in the f- in the scene where he's sitting on the toilet ordering from the
2: catalog, I guess he's actually nude from the waist down. Um... Hey, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there was a thing. I want to say uh, I read that the Merkins, the, the fake pubic hair for the actors in this movie, were up for auction. <laughs> like, wow. I, I I, I don't what know fuck? where or when I read this, but I... Why would they need fake pubic? What? Are, I guess um, even though the <laughs> hair or whatever
0: is Because uh, they wax, Keith. Well, I'm pretty sure
2: Brad Pitt waxes. I'm sure, but I don't know. He's a clean boy. So it's weird. So I guess, <laughs> like, a lot of the thing is they have all these rules, right? So that in they... At least for the longest time, like you had to have some pubic hair in. If, if for any, if if they're going to show nudity, they have to have pubic hair. You can't be completely um, shaven. Which I think that they've changed that a little bit now. But um, so there's that. But also, um, just so that the uh, the actors aren't really walking around naked. But what I'm saying just, is
1: that there's only one scene where they actually show a penis.
2: Well, that's what I mean, but I think so. For the, they do it for the actor's sake, so that they're not actually walking around naked. So they
1: it just they glued some stuff onto him, even though he was completely. So dead. it's a little bit higher, <laughs> so they could.
2: Yeah, yeah, that makes so sense. That's yeah, that's what that's what I I've, I've heard the primary purpose for like a merkin or whatever is, uh, but the merkin is the guys, right? And then what's the woman's? Is it the same name? I, f- I don't forget. know. I just I learned the word merkin just now. Oh, okay, so. yeah, no, it's kind of. It's yeah. kind of cool. There's a whole history of the Merkin. It's interesting. It's, 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 you, should
0: make a, it's, you should make a doc about a weird it. That's type of shit I like, though.
2: <laughs> like, like this, You're into the well, Merkins? No, I mean, like, I'm, God damn it. The, history of I, the I, Merkin. I buried myself in a hole there. Uh, You're um, <laughs> l- looking for a Merkin? No, I just find that type of film history a little... Just You know, it's interesting. Totally. Totally. Because I think some of that stuff first came out, too, with, like, Psycho, you know? Because yeah. they had the uh, Janet Lee didn't want to be um, naked so they hired and you know, it was one of the first movies where they hired an actual like nude double to Pardon come them, in yeah. and, and <laughs> do the and get her done yeah. Yeah. yeah like she was nude but she actually wasn't nude because she was actually still covered than even the nude model right, <laughs> this, right.
1: <clears throat> so the last little factoid I have here is uh, when Tyler's giving a speech to the fight club you know, I see the greatest minds of my generation, blah, 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 blah. Uh, when he says, uh, when he mentions rock stars, he looks directly at Jared Leto's character. And if you know anything about Jared Leto, he uh, started the band 30 Seconds to Mars, which formed the year right before this movie came uh, out, uh, and which is hmm. now a platinum selling band. So yeah, they are done pretty good for themselves. Small, they got some yeah, So yeah. He kind they're of knew, and, and, and Brad Pitt probably made a point to just be like, you... <laughs> Rockstar thing, right? Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that's what I got for Fight Club. What I got for uh, Boondock Saints, I think. Uh, let's move into reviews and
0: just figure. Well, it out. Well, hey, question uh, for you guys. You yeah. uh, know, att- attaching it to our topic. Why are these film bro movies? What what makes them film bro movies? What makes them cult movies? Because they are cult movies. But why 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 are these? film bro movies and not you know something like
1: we do we should we need to cover what film bro like what do we mean by film bro who what who is a film bro
0: let's 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 define the terms
1: so what what is a film bro well to me a film bro is like is that individual who. Usually when you're a bit younger, maybe a little less experienced in f- college, or, Yeah, high maybe school. a little, like, you haven't watched as many films. You're not aware of, a, of the wide variety of films. It's that person that comes up to you and is like, have you ever seen, like, like with my experience with the Fight Club, uh, with uh, Boondock Saints. Have you seen this movie? No. What? Dude, this is like literally like one of the best movies ever made. How have you not seen this movie? And then you realize down the road that that movie is really not that great. Like, and it's just for some reason it it gained this notoriety of being a movie that you had to see and that
2: if you hadn't seen it, that you were like, what's wrong with you? I have to differ a little bit for you because, like, for me, I actually think Fight Club's a great movie. It's just unfortunate that people have made it into a film bro movie because for me it's one of those things where it's so this is what i this is what i think a film bro is someone who doesn't actually understand the movie but because they don't want to feel dumb says it's a good movie that's good too yeah does that that's make sense like one, yeah, yeah because yeah. for me don't want to like, be left out because like i they want to be part I of can it understand like what yeah. the filmmakers did right because i have an interest in filmmaking and and the film director and like you know what i mean so i have that connection to it whereas i'm not just some dude like popping in the dvd who may not get it but instead of someone that just watches the movie like oh that was a good movie or that's not a good movie um and then leaves it at that these people are so like insecure about themselves that they have to say it was a good movie because they don't want to be unhip or whatever, because you know Brad Pitt's in it and Jared Leto's in it, and Edward and they Norton, might know it's one a or two things movie. about it, like yeah. to kind of sound like they know. Right. But it, you're, I think you
1: kind of definitely so, hit like, it a little bit more. For me, yeah. that's
2: like that's what film bro is: someone who actually like is terrible, but maybe isn't very intelligent or some like <laughs> someone that just doesn't pick up on like it's not even so much picking up on anything. It's just the fact that they don't have a mind of their own. Like, they don't have... Like, their
1: opinions about movies are shallow, but they still want to be attached to, like, the people who have opinions about movies. Because, like, Like, movies are so ingrained into popular culture that, like, if you don't have an opinion... Like, I don't like watching movies, like...
3: What? You know what I mean? Like you get weird
1: looks like right. you know, like think about how popular freaking House of Cards, Game of Thrones, yeah. like you know, Netflix TV shows in right. general are That like yeah. if you're if you don't if you say you don't like
2: it, people think you're like out of touch. Yeah. You know? But there's a whole bunch of right. people that like that. Like I'm not gonna watch Game of Thrones because everybody watches Game of Thrones, which is cool, but like that's a, that's another type of like uh That's like film hipster. Like, that's a film, you know, film hipster, film yeah. hipster yeah. 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 So that's it's it's related but it's different. Whereas, like, bros, I think, want that acceptance. They want to be in that film frat. You know what I mean? Which comes, like, in their, in <laughs> yes. their whole life, yeah. right? right? Like, in
1: general, right. beyond movies. It's like, beyond movies. They just want to... Yep. Dude, I'm going to fucking drink this whole bottle because yep. I'm cool. Like, yeah. you know, I drink all the time I, because everyone else drinks all the time, you I know? think it, right. it
2: boils down uh, uh, to, like, insecurity and not having their own opinion and not, ha- not thinking for themselves. Like, they're not they just want to be in that collective group. Yeah. And yeah, it's like a hive mind yeah, sort of, right. And right. if you
1: ask them like, what's your other movies that you've seen, you know, they're going to list off something that you've most likely heard of. And then that's about it. It'll Peter off type it, of thing.
0: And that's what's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, like Scarface and, uh, bro Doc saints, of course, uh, American, you know, Godfather, American Beauty, oh my dude, god, if you haven't dude, seen that When he films the dude, trash, it's, it's like amazing the French, it's, it's all about the French the films,
1: The Foreign And
0: uh, Amelie Oh, Amelie? <laughs> dude, have you even Fucking I'm cultured. seen Amelie? <laughs> I'm cultured. There's fucking subtitles Dude, it was like French and shit yeah, see, That's what I mean, like I Amelie
2: like, Amelie and Fight Club, like, they're actually Good movies, but Amelie's they've been tarnished movie. Because yeah. Because these film bros <laughs> have have like taken over that like oh you have to see it so then more people see it right. but it and then and they don't want to miss out so then they just become film I don't it's it's hard it's weird uh, how about you yeah, Jacob I, I think there's I, I th- I'm I'm
0: I think you guys are both uh, spot on you know I think those are both right but I, I just to add to it I think there's also like a a content to it um, you know like there's film bros but then it's it's kind of like almost like these are like fraternity movies you know like you have um Fight club is is like about these guys who are fighting and it's like extremely masculine and it has it's really cool and it's it's uh it's really easy to see why this movie is cool yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah, like yeah. it's extremely obvious because it essentially just tells you why this movie is amazing at the end yeah. you know and then all these little Easter eggs um, in there Boondock Saints you y- when you watch it you're like These are guys who are basically just saying fuck everything, which is something that for, you know, like when you're you go out of high school, you're not living with the parents anymore. You go join a fraternity like you're kind of looking for a maybe not a mom or a dad, but like some sort of like some sort of something to grab a hold of um, in order to feel secure. Um, which I think we're all guilty of, you know. Like I did that with video games when I was in college. That's like all I did, uh, in college. And then I moved into filmmaking in college and I kinda did did that there and then I got a little more comfortable. But I think we all kinda like grab onto things that we want, but I think um uh, that make us feel secure. But I think Boondocks and this Fight Club movie, they're both like about they're both like extremely extremely masculine and they're about like hanging out with dudes. You know, and like yeah. doing dude things, you know. I- like one's more fuck the system and this one is also fuck the system too. Um and I thought that was kind of interesting. And Scarface is, is kinda of like that too, you know? It's it's like hey, what's the most like masculine, um what's like the the really cool it's like obviously cool, obviously masculine uh type of Movie and like, presi- like Godf- Godfather's kind of like that, but <laughs> I was say, I'm um, looking
2: at a list. And it Godfather has so much prestige, <laughs> and like Reservoir <laughs> yeah. Dogs, you know, seems like and like Reservoir Dogs, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like
0: that. Pulp Fiction, yeah. Tarantino, yeah. Tarantino, Tarantino, like they, in they're general. like those
2: hardcore, like
0: like oh, mom's mom is gone, you know, yeah. like this. We're not. I'm not watching Finding
2: Nemo. And then, like anymore, there's you like you know, the I'm Jackie the, Brown where it's like they 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 know that Jackie Brown is like maybe the least. Um, accessible film of Tarantino so then they automatically latch onto it because because then it gives them that superior feeling of like oh well I appreciate this movie and you don't because you don't fully right. understand how great of a movie this is and the art behind it but yet they don't either they're just it's like a big fucking Charade, you know, (laughs) exactly. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, and there it's just
0: like it it seems like they like read something somewhere and and then they're like, this is what it is. And you know, maybe they they took a class, you know, like whenever I talk to people about movies and when I was in college, it was like, oh, you like movies, what kind of movies do you like? And And then they started like, well, I took uh communications like 201 or 202, whatever that cinema one was. And then they started talking about those movies, and I'm just like, this is, like, not (laughs) what I want to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Like, movies that you you would pick, like, if you were to give
1: uh, the the average audience person ten films to watch in a quarter at a college class, those ten films you could probably
2: assume are going to be these type of, like... Like the Diving Bell and the Butterfly. Like those that, you know... Oh, yeah, that's a good
0: one. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, even, like, Celebration is a good one uh usual suspects usual suspects suspects. on the list
1: always yeah Yeah. um and then i you know more recently inception i think is definitely
0: a more bro just chris nolan movies in general um definitely i think are at that point that one in
1: particular though because that one tries so hard to be smart and everyone wants to get it so that they seem smart, you know yeah. what I mean.
0: It's kind of like what Byron was saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, one thing I really like about these film bar <laughs> movies, though, is because a, a, a lot of them are like Hollywood movies that are, are more art film than Hollywood movies. Right. You know? so right. they're like they're big art films. You know, they're like like I don't like Fight Club. To me, is more of an art film than a studio film even though it was totally made through the whole studio system and done that way but it was done so uniquely and so different um, that it's like a weird mix of the two and I think that's where like you get a lot of film bros like they lash on to those movies because they don't want to go read about the obscure like some random iraqi film or iranian filmmaker or a a Ty- uh, taiwanese filmmaker um and his or and that person's new movie but they do want to like see the art film that brad pitt is in you yeah. know like they that's that's what they want like Trio. like Life. they want to be just that <laughs> step above <laughs> <laughs> yeah Trio that's actually a pretty good one i think yeah, I yeah would, I would say, um, more drive is a huge film bro movie and i know you guys love drive and i love drive too uh, definitely trying as a film. Yeah, bro. It is yeah, like, uh, yeah, because because I mean, we're not
1: saying yeah. this to be like, oh, they're film bros and they're lame and we're not, dude. We like these movies. Yeah. It's not
0: that we're, yeah. I think we're we're all film bros and hipsters.
2: And I don't at the same well, time. totally like. Well, I mean, <laughs> I think we're we're guilty of both. Well, I, well, I don't know about like actually me. being a film bro, though. We just like the same movies that the film bros are saying they like. I think I think we Before. each of us have a film bro part. I mean well, you yeah, like drive. I mean, everybody dude. has Well I know I like drive but talking about drive every episode. But like my my like for drive I'd have to say is more peer though. You know, does that make sense? It's not uh it's not peer
0: peer based pe- on your peers.
2: I, I can't say that word right. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Peer, like you pure, like pure of filmmaking Peer. that's different than most people. Like <laughs> you mean, like you're saying peers? Like your peers Peer, are like telling like you that, to like it, which pure. would be a film bro thing. I can't
2: say the fucking word. Now I can't pure. pure. Now I'm pure. thinking it pure. Pure, pure. I can't, but but yeah, yeah oh, bring the hand up. <laughs> pure, it's a
1: pure feeling about the drive. Um, I think more a more recent film, bro. That like like from the last couple of years too. I think is Deadpool. I think Deadpool is a little becoming a, yeah. a film, bro. Yeah. Movie like, dude, have you seen that one Marvel movie that was rated R? Yeah,
0: like, yeah, you know that's I mean? so fucking stupid, dude. Can I, I'm just gonna rant about this for a second. Anyone who's like. It's the first superhero movie that's rated R. Like, fuck Have you. Have you seen Blade? Like, just big old fuck you. <laughs> Have you seen, Have you seen Blade? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Un- uh, yeah, Unbreakable. There was um, Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass. Kick ass. I was just going
2: to say Kick-Ass.
0: Like, there's like a thousand rated R uh, superhero movies that were huge and good. This is not the first
2: yeah.
0: rated R superhero movie. And I hate that people think that. Like, I was t- ugh, talking to someone about that. They're like, yeah, I loved it so much. And it's first rated R superhero movie. I'm like, it's not. But and I, I gave them a list of movies, and they were like, "But it's like the first like hardcore one." And I was like, "No, have you seen any of these?" But it's like the first seen any of these movies. It's the first like big <sighs>
2: Marvel. Of off, that's the thing. Universe. Watchmen was
1: rated
0: R. Yeah, Watchmen. Suicide Squad
2: Watchmen,
1: was yeah. rated R. Uh, yeah. Dread. <laughs> Dread is a comic book superhero
0: movie that was rated. Yeah, R. Yeah, but that's not like a superhero. Punisher.
1: You know what I mean? Was rated R.
2: Well, Suicide um, Squad was PT 13, but Dude, then it if came Kick out. Ass is a
1: superhero, then Dread is a superhero.
2: Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, like, yes. Yeah, like Dark Man. S- but then a lot of those were graphic it novels, was- so some people go, oh, they're graphic novels. They're not comics. Yeah, they're not So there's, like, it- yeah. So. V, for Vendetta,
1: v for Vendetta, Constantine, Robocop, uh, what I had said, Spawn, um, Dark Man, you know, like, the list goes on. The Crow. Yeah. And crow, yeah, um, yeah, the crow. That that's yeah, like yeah. The list goes Duffing on crow. for sure. Death and on set. It's 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 the first rated R movie that a lot of like these Marvel, these like young hardcore Marvelites. Yeah. got to finally be like it's just the first a rated
0: Wayne, r marvel you know? movie that's that's all it is i feel like logan but people people like spread too. it out logan yeah.
1: definitely is the one that was like okay like deadpool i get it because that's just his character how are you gonna do yeah. that pg-13 oh okay,
0: right dude, like fine, they say man. you know they say fuck and Deadpool. yeah but logan you know? was like yeah that
2: was i loved logan and they man. joke logan about dying badass.
0: that was a good movie dude, i still haven't seen i gotta watch it
2: well you haven't seen logan
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not a film bro, dude I'm not into that shit I'm actually shit. surprised you haven't seen Logan, though, dude i no, you've like, seen it Wait, are you kidding? Dude, I haven't seen it Logan? Logan, the The X-Men
2: movie? Yeah, the, the new one? Hugh
0: Jackman Yeah. No, I, I watched, watched Apocalypse it. the other day
2: Oh, I thought, I thought you yeah, saw I thought Lo- you
0: watched it what? I
2: thought That's crazy Huh Really? I'm surprised,
0: because you like Watch all, all the Marvel uh, movies yeah, Have I you seen Deadpool? Say. Uh, yeah No, I just haven't seen Logan Oh, that's I just haven't found the time. Hmm. I did just is like so much up your alley that it's I know. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, I don't, I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't actually like superhero movies that much. Like I just go see them because a lot of people go see them, and I get to talk (laughs) about them with people. Like, honestly, they're like the in movie, but I'm not like, I don't love, like, I don't think I would have watched X-Men Apocalypse had, uh. One of my buddies, uh, Dave Miller, down in Phoenix, he was like, it's actually pretty good. Just give it a watch. And
2: I watched it, and then we talked about it. you know. But I don't it's think I would have watched it. <laughs> had, I, watched, um, I watched it only because Logan was coming out. Like, I wanted to catch up. I wanted to watch. You wanted to catch up, yeah. I wanted to watch yeah. them all so that I, when Logan comes out. And it actually did make the experience better because then I had seen all the X-Men movies that he was in. And I could see the full right. character, you know. History, right? Whatever. When he, they do the send off yeah. to the to the character, yeah, I know the end. So of it. I crazy.
1: haven't seen him in a while, but I kind of have a soft spot for Blade. The Blade movies,
2: too. Blades, like, those are those are fun movies for for being a, like a movie that like most people don't know that Blade is a Marvel hero. Yeah, yeah. Same with uh, Kingsman. That's a, that's actually owned by Marvel. Is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. So like like Blade really? Kingsman, and, yeah. <laughs> Blade
1: is like like more fringe than Watchmen almost you know what I mean? well is. Watchmen's DC but regardless it's part of that the superhero franchises um and D- didn't Kingsman
2: come out before Deadpool wait wait Watchmen just Watchmen's just a graphic novel though it's by the same guy who did v- <laughs> Vendetta uh, it's, uh, yeah. I can't tell you it's not a superhero
0: thing it's a graphic novel thing gosh oh God damn it! It's not superheroes. It's not stupid. But that guy also <laughs> it's did the pictures, joke, so you know. The joke, Batman's yeah. a superhero. The killing joke. He has yeah. money. <laughs> um, I don't. Maybe. Maybe I need to. I need, I think I need to change. uh They make that I think joke. I need. You, I, I need to you, change your guys's opinion about me. Have you seen the new Justice League? You guys League think player? I like superhero movies? Yeah. No,
2: well, well, I thought. I mean, I mean, you like to watch the new movies that come out to theaters. So I just figured that you had yeah, seen. Yeah, that's kind of what I assumed too. In, not that you love that you live and breathe Marvel, but that you like to see the big movies no, that come out. Uh, but you live and breathe Marvel, honestly. That's
1: kind of what I was really. I that's so you were surprising. Into the Marvel stuff and like the. I yeah. see that
2: Ant Man suit behind you because you're like you're like <laughs> Avengers, man. Avengers <laughs> is where it's at, bro. Like people
0: can't see me, but I have a Captain America shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's surprising. No, because like you always surprising. were like, dude,
1: Avengers. Like, I'm definitely going to see Avengers right when it comes out. Like, you, it. it I don't know. Right. You just had that. I just got that
0: impression. I made the mistake oh, of assuming. Made an ass of dude, you, dude. That's me. hella funny. No, actually, I think superheroes is my least favorite genre. It's so like scary. out there, and I think it's because it's so there's so much of it now. Yeah, I'm just sick of it. It's over. Most it. people are.
1: Yeah. Most over people are get, yeah. getting. Uh, but it, it's funny in the new Justice League trailer uh aquaman is like talking to batman and he's like what's your superpower and he's like I'm rich. I know. I thought that was pretty good, though. I thought that was pretty so good. So cheeky, so cheeky. No, but Blade though, like Blade is weird because, like, yeah, you don't know it's necessarily Marvel, and like those movies were gritty and graphic as hell, dude. Especially the second right. one with uh, this, those vampires, dude.
2: Oh, did he do the numbers? The Del second Toro one. Did the second one? Yeah. Oh, that's why it looks so oh. different.
1: Yeah, dude. I gotta go back and watch those. Yeah, those dude, were those just like points. those are like guilty pleasure movies. Totally. Um, and Same wh- with Resident
2: Evil for me. To- yeah, the, like, the first, like, first like, one or two for me. Yeah. Dude, yeah.
1: that is Del Toro. That's a trip. That yeah. movie was graphic, dude.
2: Those the the like vampire alt vampires they had or whatever. See, that's kind of what I was hoping his Hellboys would be, especially the second one. I thought yeah. it, I thought they were like it would have been better if they went more the graphic route at like like you know Blade Two, you know.
0: yeah. Yeah, Hellboy like <laughs> he's got two him. is like one of the better movies I think that I've seen. <laughs> he's got like his the the golden Anderson army. Backup. Like, are you fucking serious? It's I, fucking amazing. Actually, I like that movie, but it could be better. David Goyer did Blade Trinity. Oh wow, David he's a guy Goyer who
1: on. did fucking uh, Suicide or uh, not Suicide. Well, so are well, you I, talking
0: well. about Trinity from the
2: Matrix? He did Fury. Such a good film. Wait, Goyer—that's no, Goyer David Ayer. Fier. Ayer, David Ayer did. Fury. So Goyer did Suicide Squad? Go- that no, that's Ayer as well. Goyer is like a writer primarily. He primarily has written. David
1: stuff. D- Ayer did Fury too? Oh.
2: Yeah, Ayer did uh Fury Suicide Squad, um Harsh Times. He wrote Training Day. He also directed um Oh, okay.
1: Uh yeah, Goyer does some of the more of the writing, huh? Uh um, yeah.
2: God uh what's that movie that he did with
1: I'm not sure. I also have a soft spot for Spawn.
2: Just, I have never ter-
1: seen Spawn. It's a terrible movie, but I don't know. I just like the character of Spawn, and I like the lore of Spawn.
2: I haven't seen it. Is it so? It's it has like a bat, like it has a history. Oh
1: yeah, oh, totally. Cool. It's like a comic book movie, so oh. it's got this whole like backstory and lore, and like you know, there was a lot of hype around it when it when it was first going to be released, and obviously it, like it bombed really hard. Who, but who's the, in it? The guy who I want to say he's the guy who's Luke Cage now. Oh, okay. I think interesting. I think. Do not hold me to that because I don't. Michael Jai White, Jai White. Oh, okay. I know who that is. Yeah. So maybe it's not the same guy,
0: but um, he's... yeah, I'm not really interested in like Disney movies. You know, like <laughs> like you guys are. <laughs> I don't really like that couldn't like that could be Netflix, farther from the truth.
1: He's trying to. No, it's not. It's, he's not the guy from uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cage, uh. Dude, but Spawn like the villain in Spawn is it's like if Danny DeVito's penguin was like way more cracked out and way more just disgusting. Oh, cool. I should take that. Out. Yeah, he's like a short fat fucking like demon who is, like, in this clown the form of, like, a clown. Whoa. Yeah. Because Spawn, he, like, his big thing is, like, he's, like, from, like, hell. Like, his suit is, like, a hell-based suit. Whoa. You know, and, like, his character had, like, been burnt or something, so he the suit, like, covers him, and, and his cape is, like, super-powered. Like right? his, his cape is, like, purple-ish? It's red, but it's, like, oh, okay. it's, like, ultra long and has these like yeah. you know, superhero-like properties to it and whatnot. Oh, um, cool.
2: I should check that out. Yeah. I haven't seen Dread either, too. So I should...
1: Dread is definitely good. Like,
2: legitimately actually a good movie. Cool. Um,
0: yeah, it's pretty... The new one? Yeah. Because you guys were talking yeah, about most, it when pretty... I think
2: we were talking about Ghost in the Shell. And yeah. we were talking about how I should check that out. Yeah, with the, about the VFX yeah, of it. Yeah, so I should check that I yeah, watched the slow-mo. I watched the trailer after, you got, after that episode, and it did look good, so I'm going to have to... It's one that's been on my list.
1: I thought this who plays Luke Cage in the new in the new Netflix series uh, i don't I forget his name I mean I've seen can, the show can you just Google it well, I'm, I'm looking Googling at it. Michael White. I thought it was the same guy, but that's just racist Luke System. cage um. Oh he was in classic, Com- uh, Classic Kombat. Kevin I totally have a guilty Classic Kevin I've never seen that one Classic totally racist terrible, Kevin But they're fucking I, like, I watch them Whenever they're on I remember um, playing
2: the game When I was younger Yeah
1: they were fucking Just terrible
2: Terrible movies. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah So uh, Shit Where were we <laughs> uh, Film So we talked about Film Bros um, And what makes these movies Film Bro movies what? Mike Coulter kind of descri- Okay so is the guy's name? Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh. What else was he in? Let's see. Well, obviously Jessica Jones. See, he was right. In that shit. And the uh, uh, Million Dollar Baby, Zero Dark Thirty, uh, the new movie out called Girls Trip. Uh, he was in Salt. Huh. And Men in Black Three. Uh, so they're all small. I don't even remember. Then, yeah. Him,
1: Men in Black yeah. 3.
0: He's in a bunch of TV. Um, yeah. A TV actor, right? Oh, I guess he's in Comedy Bang Bang, so he must be he must do stand up or something. I've never um, seen any of those either. Never heard of it. American horror story story.
1: Is American uh, horror American story? Horror Which one? Horror
0: story. Uh he's in three episodes. He's in co I've never seen it Coven. but I so I might butcher this but Coat Coven? Coven? Coven, yeah. yeah. He plays one of the,
2: David. He's in three episodes. might be one of the slave guys that are in uh, Catherine Bates's um uh, oh place, yeah, maybe. probably yeah. yeah
1: pro- he's yeah, he's probably one of the
2: or the one of uh, fuck the the, the lady. People. What's her name? Um, the Angela late, Angela Angela Bassett. Yeah, like, yeah, the voodoo yeah. voodoo
1: people. Yeah, the like mm. ha- Haitian voodoo, yeah. or Jamaican voodoo's Yeah,
0: yeah. Really cool. yeah. Uh, yeah that makes he's, sense. He's he has uh, let's see. He's he was in the Good Wife. That was his. That was a big thing as a recurring role. I want to see some Ringer of that. was a main role. Uh, the Following it's another main role. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of that so. stuff I haven't
1: seen, so... Um, but anyway, so, uh, Film Bro... So I think, like, we kind of covered it. Like, these are the movies, especially Fight Club. Especially
0: Fight Club. Fight Club is the king Film Bro movie, yeah. I, I would say. I, I would, it's would, it's, it's would the agree,
1: one yeah. that's like, dude, you've never seen, like... Dude, Fight Club's, like, one of the smartest movies ever. Have you never seen this movie? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And in reality, yeah. it... it unlike Boondock Saints, it didn't
0: feel like... Okay,
1: well... I kind of want to move into reviews just a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Do it. Just real quick. We're kind of pushing time.
0: Should we we do reviews as ourselves and then as film bros? (laughs) You're just like wanting the film bros. It's a good try. I'm I'm doing both. I'm doing both. Do it. Nikki Jakey's going to do a review. That's my film bro name.
3: (laughs) I love how he came up
1: with a name for himself. Oh, my God. Nikki Jakey's coking and (laughs) joking. Yes. Um, but so yes okay. I am. On subsequent rewatches of Fight Club, I'm finding myself liking the movie less and less. And on this rewatch in particular, I, oh, that's too bad. in the in the beginning portions of the movie, I definitely felt l- like Fincher was trying too hard to be like I it felt college almost, felt college like. It felt like
0: a like a student film almost, like certain aspects of it. I, um, c- probably cuz uh, if uh, if I've thrown out a theory, just in just to defend, it seemed like n- maybe a lot of college films were kind of copying that's this yeah, and, I I in mean, the same way that that, that. Tar- that happened to Tarantino. Yeah, yeah. I, that's definitely
1: part of it, and maybe I'm being influenced by other stuff. You know that right. this movie is influenced and kind of circular, but and I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying it felt right, this right. way, you know, right. on, uh, on this rewatch. Um, but I did like the third act more this time overall. Kind of how everything comes together, um, but unlike Boondock Saints, which actually feels like someone's first movie, yeah. uh, which Boondock Saints is really dumb. It's definitely one of those movies when you're like 18 <laughs> and you're like, "Dude, I can finally start like going to see rated R movies by myself." Like, oh, I'm gonna watch yeah. all the other
0: rated R movies, and Boondock Saints always yes. shows up like that is perfect. Like, that's, yeah, that's it, exactly what it was for me. Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, like, yeah, like, really. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it was gratuitous, like, "Hey, my so, mom's not gonna watch this movie with me, but so, like I'm gonna be badass and watch this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: Um,
1: yeah. It was gratuitous, you know. Like it was just kind of a series of of dumb events, and obviously Defoe carries the film uh, pretty much solo. Um, and so, like you, you know, you can definitely feel that at least at least comparatively, Fight Club they tried. Now, sometimes I feel like they tried too hard, but they definitely tried to make it something that was compelling. Where Boondock Saints was just him jerking himself essentially you know, <laughs> being a bro I
0: guess um, he, he, jerking himself he was because no one else was, was jerking joking. dude I bet you Duffy he, was he, choking he probably and choking, was choking and choking choking and choking he had a $400,000 windfall
2: yeah. of cash of course yeah. he's choking well he, he's probably buddies <laughs> with Ron Jeremy they were probably doing it together dude I didn't see anything about why they yeah, cast Ron Jeremy in this it was like it was purely I think just like, ultimate film bro move yeah
1: We need need more people To to draw more people Into this movie Let's just throw
0: Ron Jeremy into it (laughs) Dude how How many times How many chances Do you get to work With your idol though You know
2: (laughs) (laughs) You know honestly I bet that probably Could be what it is Like I can picture Uh, Duffy like Wanting to like be like that during his coking and, and choking yeah, <laughs> routine not, yeah. he was like right. watching a ron jeremy video yeah, probably he's got it on repeat on <laughs> his uh on his uh oh,
1: tv it's terrible dude it's terrible but uh yeah so that's my just it's a you know short short spiel or whatever i don't have If you too had much to, to pick say. if you had to pick one keith
0: which one would you pick Well,
1: yeah it's going to be fight club certainly like i, I don't know i i rewatched boondock for this podcast but I probably won't watch it again I just eh, I don't know and I, I definitely I've seen the second one too and I don't ever plan to watch that one again unless it's forced upon me I guess
2: I've never seen the second one it's whatever it's,
0: <laughs> it, it tries to literally be like the first one yeah what about the third one that he's working on at the
1: moment yeah the third one he's supposedly trying to get into production
2: he's yeah. gonna bomb yeah it's going to bomb. He makes one every ten years. What if it's, what if it's fucking amazing? <laughs> what if it's, like, amazing? I think the only way it's going to be amazing is if he gets a lot more money.
1: No way. Or less. I don't what is more
2: movie? money going to do for the movie? Because you'll probably be able to get, like, better actors, like, as supporting characters. And then at least we'll have some fun supporting characters. Maybe. I don't know. But, right. but then again, the script might
0: suck so bad. So, yeah, I don't know. It depends. He could bring in uh, a good screenwriter to help him with it. You know, yeah. Maybe he could use that money to hire a good screenwriter. Because I'm sure he's not full of
1: himself to the point where he would just write his own movie, right? And and a good director. Maybe, maybe he, he learned his lesson. Oh, maybe he learned his lesson. Yeah, he cut ties That's off. What bros but, are known for yeah. is learning he, their lesson.
2: He, he learned his lesson because, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, oh, yeah,
1: how? <laughs> I don't know. Man. So I don't know who wants whoever wants to go next with your opinions
0: on. Things, you want me? You got okay. it, bro. You got it, uh,
2: bro. You got this. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I'm not like completely anti Boondog Saints, just because I do remember what the first time I watched it. You know, it was like it was a fun movie because you know it was like me and like it was it was like one of the first like R-rated movies that I saw. You know, um, so it was kind of cool to see that graphic. Well, it's not really graphic now, but at the time when I saw it, I hadn't seen anything quite like it before so i kind of thought it was kind of something different you know but now you know i've seen it a couple more times and i there's so many flaws it's just so yeah i mean i just there's a few scenes that i like you know i like i like Willem defoe and i like the part where he accidentally shoots the cat like i thought that was pretty yeah like and the, i but, like that too but that's yeah. pretty much it for me like in the movie like uh I, 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 yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I love the scene when they're in the interrogation room and they, they're they
1: like, can we stay here? And then the cop's like, yeah, 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 we got we got some beds back here. We got some, and then he stops and he looks over. And he's like, well, can they stay there? And Defoe's like... I don't mind it. <laughs> we got to ask your mom, but I don't mind if they stay here. Yeah. He's like yeah. so good at doing yeah. it in this like he's very, like very yeah. gay like cuz I mean she's gay in the movie, right? Like and the way he delivers that line is, <laughs> <laughs> the
2: part the part where he's in bed with his lover. <laughs> I love that scene. <laughs> that part was awesome. that, hilarious. that part is pretty funny too. That
0: scene's hilarious.
2: Um and also the reveal when he's in drag. When you yeah, yeah, yeah. reveal when he's <laughs> when it's Willem Dafoe, like when we see that it's him, that part was pretty funny. But like I don't know, like yeah, it's not that it's just not a very good movie. But whereas Fight Club, like I still like that movie. Um, I would definitely pick Fight Club if I had to choose. You know which one I'd because
1: like you're gonna rewatch Fight Club. Yeah,
2: yeah. There's still stuff to pick up on, and I do like I like I like the stylistic stuff that Fincher did. And um, I watched the when I watched the movie I it's like any other movie that i watch like i pretty i don't watch much for plot and and character development it's really like i I like i like watching what the filmmaker does just on a technical level and like mood and stuff so i thought he did a really cool, cool job um creating a mood for the movie and the score was cool the cinematography was cool and the editing that's what i like the movie um for so whereas you know uh boondock saints had none of that I, I didn't honestly see anything that pushed film as an art form or anything in that movie and that's maybe one of the reasons why i just don't really care for it that much i was
1: also impressed by fight club soundtrack like how on point for the 90s it was yeah yeah like, and how it's like goes from like rock to like you know, kind of like a hip hoppy. Yeah, as I like kind of you new. know, when they blow up the 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 Apple display or whatever, and it's like kind of got that mm-hmm. hip hoppy sound. Like, yeah, yeah. The, the soundtrack doesn't get a lot of attention in this movie because of everything else going on. But and the
2: Dutch brothers, I think, are the guys that did some of the the actual like scores too, and they did the electronic bits. Nice. uh, And they were like, I think they're French techno uh, artists, you know. But they, I don't think they ever really caught on like making it big or anything so uh, it's interesting they just became Daft Punk <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um, that's, that's my view funny. so reviews I guess uh, I I mean I, it's unfortunate to me that Fight Club has become one of those movies that the film bros have latched onto but I can see why so like yeah I don't know Still a good movie. I like yeah. it. it. It started a whole bunch of people's careers. Edward Norton got bigger. Brad Pitt got even bigger. Uh, Jared Leto. It was one of his bigger, you know, first roles where he kind of, you know, at least was in the public's eye. And um, I liked Meatloaf's performance. I thought he did a really good job. Um, so and great. Helena Bonham Carter. I mean, I'm I've, I'm a fan of pretty much everything she's done. So it was cool to see her do that. She just fits that role so well. And um, and the, the cinematography, man, just. I loved it, but so yeah, mm. that's it for me. <laughs> all right,
0: bro. What's
2: up, bro? Um, I
0: I really liked. Um, I mean, I, I I mean, Fight Club's awesome. Like, it's really good, and there's so much about it. All the little Easter eggs, it's are really fun and interesting, and it really it makes you want to watch the movie again and go back and like try and find all the things that are like hidden. You know, kind of like when you watch the Matrix Matrix a second time, you're like, you, you kind of want to like be in the no sort of a thing it's like almost better on the second viewing um if i could go back and watch fight club with like a clean slate you know that would be awesome like if i had the memento like thing where like i had short-term memory loss like i would just leave a note for myself to watch fight club over and over because i think (laughs) i would just love it like every single time um but yeah, all the like all the art's really good, like just what Byron said. But really for me it's like the community people that like it, like a lot of people like it. A lot of film bros like it, but there's a lot of people out there who like talking about it and are interested in uh that kind of stuff and I think that's really neat. Um Boondock Saints, however, on the flip side, I think this is the first movie we've watched where I'm just like, I just don't like this. Like I think it like it, it's it's the Byron, you kind of nailed it. Like, there's nothing really that special about it as far as like pushing the art form of of cinema. There's um, like I I was actually I was kind of offended by William Defoe's uh, poor character trail. in this movie. Yeah, his like the maybe not the portrayal of gay people that he did, but like like I, I don't want to blame Defoe for it at all. I would totally bl- blame Troy Duffy for it because it just seems like. It just felt like his this movie was just like so like m- like misunderstands like what humanity is, um, that it just kind of offended me uh, about like the entire <laughs> thing, like the whole premise of like the um them going around killing people and kind of being vigilante vigilantes and just like the it just was like it was like all showy you know and the, but there wasn't actually anything showy about it so it had like none of the heart none of the um n- nothing that made it feel human like fight club feels human you know uh so it just like does it just feels like nothing to me and i i think the, i
1: just really fucking hated this was it your like, first time watching it too right
0: yeah, this is my first time watching it. I, I'm sure with the right crowd, it'd be fun to watch. And I think I would get more of a kick out of it. Like if people were like yelling at the screen and we were drinking and stuff. And it was like, oh, he just threw the toilet down the thing. Like, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, so I bet if I was drunk, I would enjoy it. But I was like, so, I was sober and just watching it alone uh, during the day today, And like, it was just maybe maybe my mood wasn't right or something i probably my mood wasn't wasn't right but like it just honestly it just offended me like i i i wish that movie didn't exist like honestly i wish it never was made I don't think I've ever said that before, but I think that it's just it's It
1: just makes more sense in the context of, like, dude, I, we, we're 16. Like, dude, I just got this movie. My mom's gone. You should come watch it. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, the, yeah,
0: If you think about it in certain contexts like that, I could see it being entertaining. But, yeah, we're fucking But there's so many other movies like. that are like that. <laughs> like, Team America World Police. Uh, the South Park. Like, any South Park. Like, and it's so much better, and you get so much more out well, of
2: yeah, it. Yeah, because Even Family because Guy has yeah. way more merits than Boondock Saints. Well, because, like... I, because the Bo- boondock saints, I think the difference between what boondock saints is and all the ones that you just mentioned is that, it, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't have the intellect and it doesn't have the heart. It doesn't have the the actual brains behind it like the other ones do. No, there's no message. There's no yeah. like. No, it doesn't make you think about things. No, it, like I don't. It, I, I'm it's, not it's, even saying that movies need to be make you think, but this it comes off as it just comes off as like one of like a guy who thinks. He's b- pushing the envelope and that he's being yeah. funny, but it's like all this right. weird, crass kind of humor, which I don't, I'm not against crass humor, but it it, 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 it reads wrong because you know the guy's intentions aren't necessarily the best himself. Yeah. And that comes across in the movie. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like you, like, I don't fault Defoe for his character because, like, he was probably, he did a good job, no. but. But it's the, the writing of like the what he says and stuff. Like it's funny, but at the same time, when you really think about maybe like, it, it's the laughs are really at the expense of him that uh that, that character, not at like the situation or the movie. You're not really or, laughing or, at the movie. You're really laughing or at actual it. funny things. Yeah, like
0: it's just not funny <laughs> <laughs> at all. Like it's just to me. That's just my opinion, but. like it it seems like it's laugh laugh at him he's gay like oh look at this gay
2: character he's being gay like it's just not funny to me that's funny because I didn't think about that while I was watching it but now that you mention it I mean I totally know where you're coming from that's interesting
1: yeah yeah he listens to opera and he dances around and has weird mannerisms right so
2: I can see like that
0: stereotype and stuff and he checks dudes out just randomly while he's working Yeah. like he can't help himself like that's stupid yeah that's true yeah like he can't be professional it's has
1: not aged well in that sense of like how they portray people. I still think the scene with him and his lover is hilarious though.
0: I think that's funny too. And I like that he calls him, um, that he calls him a fag in, in, in the mood. Like, I think that's kind of neat. I thought it was kind of a cool moment, but Gotta be careful the With that rest. One. <laughs> Oh, with the word No no I'm not oh, saying, sorry. You I say it I don't, I don't, I don't bother What you say I just say It's
1: funny how you're like I hated this whole movie It's not funny And then that one You're like Yeah it is funny Well I think no, it's no,
0: interesting. interesting
2: Because like It's, it's different It's, game, it's like, it's, it's, like it's like an interesting Character, character thing back to another gay yeah, character So yeah. it is yeah, funny yeah. I think all the I bet you All of the the Homosexual Like viewers that have watched this film they probably they like that part i, I bet, bet they, i'm I bet guessing they, i bet they well, like they like that yeah. scene i liked it
0: because when it was in the bed because it was obviously like he was trying he was targeting him because he was he was pissed off by him but then when they did it again in the bar and all of the gay dudes in the bar were like oh like at the same time it was like that that <laughs> that didn't work for me you know because it wasn't directed at someone who was like you know, it wasn't like a character thing. It was yeah, just like yeah. that crassness for the sake of crassness, exactly. which I'm fine with. Like I like Archer, but I don't know.
2: But yeah, this is different though because it's like it, you can you can see Duffy behind the camera or writing, you know, as he's writing. You can see kind of the 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 mechanics behind it. That you know, that what what's what he's yeah. what he's trying to do and it's not it's not what like what South Park would do? It's you know sophomore, I mean? it's freshman, <laughs> it's it's, yeah, it's very, yeah, it's
1: very much yeah. first timers, first time. Like yeah. he got. Right. He got put in a place that he should not have been because right. he had never done film at all. Never short <laughs> right. films, no scripts, nothing.
2: Like, I like how we're just kind of like just hating on this guy. It's awesome. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, he made a shit movie, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, like I, don't, I don't think I've ever, like, I've watched bad movies, but I'm like, well, it still had some good stuff to it. But, and, you know, to be fair. This movie, I like, I like The Room more than I like this movie. <laughs> like. I do. I'd, I'd, I think the room is a better movie. I would. It's love more interesting. More people t- talk about it in more interesting ways. It it helps you more as a filmmaker. Boondock Saints doesn't do anything for you.
1: Yeah, I would love to see an interview with Duffy nowadays and and give him his fair chance, like to see if he actually is. <laughs> a punk ass douchebag basically you know what i mean like i'd like to know i'd like to hear him and how cuz i've never i've never heard his interview i've never seen a documentary i don't know it's all conjecture right that we're we're kind of basing on and then our opinions of the movie are kind of being pushed onto him i'd like to give him his fair chance and just be like you know like i don't know let's just hear what you have to say maybe you aren't a douchebag and maybe you just got a bad rap you know what i mean oh yeah maybe maybe
0: he can make a a good movie maybe <laughs> doubt it but maybe probably not
2: I, I, probably not It's like you a bowl <laughs> i'm gonna say something controversial it's sense, not gonna be controversial well, sure. in the sense of not a controversial like it's gonna shock anybody but oh maybe jacob say are you I, just gonna say the word boobs Boobs, no, no, no. <laughs> bro 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 but, uh, bro. bro i boobs. would actually though like i bro would prefer boobs. to watch boondock saints though like over like reefer madness and reefer madness the musical like yeah. I would rather re-watch Boondock Saints than like that.
1: Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, because like, <laughs> we because you don't you're watching. To
3: each their own. You
1: could derive like like you said if you're watching Boondock Saints in the right company. Right. You could derive some entertainment out of it. Yeah. And maybe well, you could out myself, of Reef for Madness. Yeah. But Reef for Madness, you watch for the, the historical aspect of it. Yeah. You don't watch it because but, it's
2: uh, fucking but also, Oh, do you, also, oh, do you mean also, the propaganda but, film but or also, the musical? But also the musical. That's what I mean. I mean, both. Yeah. Also the musical. So, like, yeah, yeah. I, I,
1: I think people could derive more entertainment out of the musical than Boondock right. Saints. Oh. Probably.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but for me, I'd rather just watch Boondock Saints. Like, I wouldn't... If I had... if every single time if someone said which one would you rather watch i'd say boondock saints
1: probably just because i hate musicals i'd probably agree with you but it's
0: hard that's a really hard actually i don't know Mm. reefer madness well because they're 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 both like reefer madness the musical like it's it's so on the surface too like it's kind of in the same sort of way like it's boondock saints has there's like nothing underneath like pushing it and Reefer Madness is kind of like that, except that it's an adaptation. And but it's also smarter, if you though. can...
2: Reefer Madness, the yeah, musical it's, is smarter. It's smarter,
0: smarter. yeah. yeah. Um, but if you're looking at it just like, hey, do I want to see guns or right. a musical, right. I'd rather or I'd, like people singing, yeah, I'd like, pick that pick the, gu- than the superficial yeah. things, like...
2: I would pick the guns, that's
0: why. You know, that's why. Like, that's the only reason right. why, you know.
2: I just uh, want to... See.
0: I, I think, it, normally, I would also pick the guns, but I love Reefer Madness so much that I yeah. can't uh, do it. And I f- hate... Boondock saints so much that i can't pick that one so <laughs>
2: Woo. sweet yeah
1: all right i don't have much more to say so i think uh for yeah. the sake of time we can oh, wrap
0: things up i here. think yeah i think it's time for nakey jakey reviews okay <laughs> here we go <laughs> Yeah I mean okay So like Fight Club Like that was one of the first movies I ever watched And it's actually like Pretty fucking good Like there's uh, Like Brad Pitt's in it And I hadn't really seen A Brad Pitt movie Uh for a while And then I heard about This movie called Seven And it's like Where's the head And fuck man That shit was hilarious Helena Bonham Carter Is like my hero Uh she was in Harry Potter And she's like Fucking good in Harry Potter And like trust me Like you have to watch Fucking Fight Club Cause Helena Bonham Carter's in it And she says this thing About like Having sex when she's a kid and it's fucking hilarious And oh my gosh Like so many good things About this movie And they're like uh, uh, Brad Pitt Like flashes in there Uh, Edward uh, Northington Like he's amazing Like <laughs> I haven't seen Any other of his movies But like I'm sure They're all great Like holy shit uh, Boondock Saints also That's like my bro film dude Like we had to watch it uh, At my fraternity When I was in college And like We just got like Really fucking drunk And watched it And it was just Fucking amazing dude And then we went out And saw some babes Drank some Hennessy And and, oh, that man, just Hennessy everything about drink. fucking uh, Boondock Saints, man. It's BroDock Saints, dude. Like, fuck the system, fuck the police, uh, Alpha, Beta, Chi for life, and um, uh, five out of five stars for both.
2: <laughs> Edward Northington. <laughs> that was probably the best thing, yeah.
0: <laughs> Edward Northington, yeah. Uh,
2: that's amazing. Uh, that was a nice touch. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, Nikki, Nikki, Jakey, that was. Uh, That was uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks
0: for coming on. Yeah, it's really it was a pleasure being here. I think I might just go get tanks for my bros now. I'm gonna take this t-shirt off because it's not tight enough. I don't think I got to get my tank on. It is pink though, so you're you know
1: you're already you're rocking it. Rocking
0: that Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I got this. Uh, I went clubbing and they were handing out t shirts, and it's uh, three olives vodka. This like super like hot babe who was like really into me, uh, gave it to me, and I was like, I don't really want this shirt, but I'll put it on for you. And then she was like, Yeah, that's cool. And then we just like went home and had sex and stuff, and that was it.
1: Did you put it on at the club? Did you like take your shirt off and then put that one on, like at the club?
0: Oh yeah. Well, it took me a while to get the shirt on because I took my shirt off and I was so comfortable and it's just like just a way fucking better look for me anyways. And then I put the pink shirt on. That's what's up, man. You know oh my what's God. Up. you're too good at that.
3: It is <laughs> kind of scary
1: how good you are. Like I almost wonder if you like you like what is what's that fucking term? Uh is it skylighter what is it? No, uh, uh when you uh What's the term? Uh, There's a term you uh, where you like <laughs> were you like it's like skylight as someone else no it's not skylight it's um
2: oh uh
1: gaslight gaslight as like a fucking bro or whatever like oh
2: yeah gaslight is when you when you um when you like lie about like you did something and then you say the other person did it yeah, sort of a but thing. like when you're gaslighting you do, someone, you do it so much that they actually start believing that they did do it, even though they didn't. Maybe, yes. maybe it's not. It's, yes, I know, it's, it's, I know what you're saying. It's um, it's similar though. It's know, the it's same the type of, of phrase. Tongue. It's like yeah. uh, it's called acting. It's, Actor. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Dude. I know. It's on the tip of my tongue. Um, <laughs> same here. Oh, anyway, it's fuck. like
1: your second life is essentially a fucking bro, and then you just live a yeah. double life. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: you're. It's yeah, second life. I play The Sims. I'm a Sims guy. <laughs> I don't want to know the word so bad. Byron is, so, by, I'm just going to paint a picture for the audience. Byron sat back in his chair and held his finger up, like, pointing, <laughs> angled, like, trying to, like, almost pointing to his brain or the tip of his tongue, like, what is it right there? Like, he, that's how he was. Gaslight? That was his thinking pose.
2: It's, it's. Uh, I, mean, I don't
0: think it is Gaslight. It sounds it's not kind right, It's, but...
2: um, it's Sky, uh. gosh dang it um it's
0: (laughs) dead air dead air I know uh uh oh (laughs) Uh, someone who's The one Our one listener Is just screaming at us Like what it is right <laughs> say now Say something In the future
1: Dude I know I do that sometimes <laughs> On podcasts too Where they'll say something like, And be like Dude it's,
0: it's this It's this yeah, Hello right. Like they googled it faster Than we took to like On the spot think of it You know Yeah That's just Sorry Sorry poor listeners So sorry Oh, I'm so sorry, <sighs> oh, anyway, I'm so sorry Filling in um, dead space if, if Okay, think okay, about it yeah, yep, you, you know I guess
1: I don't know. I, I know the terms on the tip of my talk, but. All right. I'm going to.
0: If you know what it is, write into the show. Please. Add. BTB Films Podcasts.
1: BTB Films Podcast at gmail.com. Yes.
0: Uh, Tell us how dumb we are and how awesome our bro impressions are. All right, bro. Thank you. All right, bros.
2: Bros. 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 Yeah.
0: Are you guys ready to end the show? I'm, I just want to get drunk, bros. dude. Like, oh, fuck. Bros. Like, I. Uh, I I haven't been drunk for, like, four oh, fucking hours, you
1: know? Bro, I haven't been drunk for, like, four minutes, and it's just, like, killing me, bro. Dude, Are I you have,
0: fucking serious? Dude, take a shot. Don't a drink risk in that
2: like shit. Four minutes, bro. Dude, I have a girl in the bathroom <sighs> throwing up that I just can't wait to have sex with right now. <laughs> oh, dude, that's... <laughs> We were that co- sounds we so were good, dude. And
1: choking and it didn't go so dude. well.
0: <laughs> vomit is like the natural lube, Jesus you know? Jesus Christ. She started. She started we yeah. are going
1: down a bad <laughs> path right now. <laughs> this, is this is like,
0: like an like informational film <laughs> podcast. and we're- Well, this was our
2: 20th special uh 20th episode special. Well, I'll just blame it on Jacob. It was his idea. It was his idea.
0: (laughs) I'm the one who wanted to do it. Okay. Uh, All right, bro. At least you guys dressed up. I didn't think you guys would dress up. But you guys did it. Keith put a hat on. So we did it. All right, bros. (laughs) So, you know,
1: if you want to be a a dork and ask questions, you know, or you think you're some film fucking nerd and you need to, you know, give us some fucking suggestions. Well, fuck you. But... (laughs) Our email is. <laughs> p- <laughs> <laughs>
2: This this episode like the beginning and the ending is so messy it's, it's so, so bad it's so bad. this it's is it's this so is my like action. where are this we why I don't act
1: yeah
0: i can't it's,
2: even act dude on the but that, was <laughs> <laughs> that was
1: podcast
0: it's hilarious because <laughs> it wasn't film broy at all but it was <laughs> but it was funny how you said it uh, you were oh like man. if you're like a film nerd well then fuck you <laughs> 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 I feel like I can't just like
1: copy uh, your film bro. It's like, yeah. like a, I don't know. And also we're just assuming that if
2: you're a film I, bro, you're douchebag. I, I feel like besides my <laughs> is, besides my uh, coking and choking comment, I am a terrible film bro, and I feel that Jacob might be the only one that can. I can really show pull you my. Sc-
0: I should be able to show you my screen. I think oh, I'm. Okay. I think I'm the most film bro of of you guys. I think. Can yeah.
2: I
1: share my screen? Like through facetime can't you view my screen
0: how do you do that? i think so but i any anyway, whatever dead space dead space whatever. i don't know dead space is a really good gonna, video i was game. gonna
1: show you the script and then have you just read it's, it but i can't remember how to look
0: oh it. you want me to read it as, as film bro, bro yeah but i don't well, remember why don't we the screen to let's pause the show and do it and then uh
2: well, i could take a picture of it and send it to you via messenger right yeah let's just pause the show pause all right, record. Oh, I was I was still
0: recording that entire time. So oh, I pause. You'll have to Fuck piecemeal you. that together. Sorry. <laughs> Fuck you. There you go. <laughs> okay, pause. Pause. Okay, so I literally pause it. Okay. Well, I meant like pause, like audio. Okay, whatever. Okay, we we got this. We're rolling again. All right, you're on. Okay, Nikki Jakey is back here to finish off the show Since those little bitches couldn't fucking do it by themselves So if you have any questions, topic suggestions, opinions Or if you have any fact corrections Send an email to BTV Fuck Fuck me <laughs> God damn it <laughs> All right, let go of the giggles
3: <laughs>
0: Send an email to btbfilmspodcast at gmail.com We're always trying to learn new things So we'd love to hear from you Probably not though you're probably a dumbass uh, You can also visit our Facebook page Join our group uh, to Who wrote this fucking bullshit And join our group to comment on our uh, Fuck <laughs> so much easier to watch movies Than it is to read Group to comment on or discuss this week's episode or past episodes. <laughs> all of our all of our episodes can be found on iTunes at, <laughs> and on SoundCloud.com slash B T B Films. B T B Films, shout out, motherfucker! Like you someone from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> Our intro and outro music com- Was composed by Curtis Skinner Who can be found at SkinnyProducing.com Skinny, Skinny motherfucking Skinner <laughs> Next week And uh, you know Next week we'll be covering uh, Not a Living Dead Oh that's a good fucking movie I like that movie And 28 Days Later Also cl- classic Classic film uh, saw it with, uh, with the bros last night We had some bromosis Uh, And we're going to be talking about all things zombies when we watch those films. Uh, So make sure you watch the films and be part of the discussion. And uh, fuck you for listening, bitch. Oh,
3: my God. (laughs) My stomach hurts. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, God. Uh, I I'd better have a six pack now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Bro, you don't already have a six pack? Bro. You don't wait, you don't have any in the fridge? Do I need to come over and bring you a six pack? Uh I have a twelve pack of ribs. Oh man
1: <laughs> Okay, just so everyone's clear We don't actually mean fuck you If we actually love our listeners (laughs) In case that wasn't clear
0: Uh, Well, yeah Me, Jacob, I love our listeners But Nikki Jakey, he's indifferent You know, he's a a different guy He's indifferent If you ever meet him, you probably won't like him (laughs) (laughs) Unless you're a film (laughs) (laughs) pro Unless you're a film bro Holy shit
1: Okay, before we dig ourselves any deeper here Thanks for listening Thanks, guys
0: Bye.